This is MRN Classic Races presented by Sunoco as part of Procore Week leading up to the Geico 500 at Talladega. Celebrating 50 years of NASCAR racing, we are the Motor Racing Network. The NASCAR Winston Cup Series is at Talladega, the world's fastest speedway, ready to run the Winston 500. With five races remaining in the season, Jeff Gordon leads Mark Martin by 174 points in their duel for the series championship, with Martin saying he's going to need to do more than just outrun Gordon to take the title. It's not going to be decided positions on the racetrack. It's going to be decided... Uh, you know, who, who who has big trouble. Today, drivers begin the first of two consecutive races at Talladega and then Daytona, where anything can happen at any moment. Well, we got trouble. Sterling Marlin gets down, and it's a big one. Marlin backward into the wall, takes Mark Martin, Derek Coates, Jeff Gordon involved in it. An afternoon of frantic door-to-door racing at over 190 miles an hour lies ahead, a race that could have major implications towards the championship. Strap in and hang on. It's the Winston 500 from Talladega next. MRN Radio presents NASCAR Today. Sponsored by Goodies Headache Powders and Pain Relief Tablets, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. An unprecedented stretch of races to settle the NASCAR Winston Cup Series Championship for 1998 is here as drivers face two of the sport's most competitive and unpredictable tracks back-to-back. Hello and welcome to Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the Winston 500 from Talladega. Alan Bestwick here along with Barney Hall. Next weekend, it's Daytona. Today, we're at Talladega, where we'll no doubt see one of the year's most exciting races. I tell you, the guys coming here, and probably they're as uptight about the next two races as they are any all season. Not just the guys up in the point championship, but the factor you talked about when we came on the air, this is an unpredictable racetrack. The equalizer for everybody here is the draft. You have to stay in that lead draft or somewhere in a pack of cars, or you simply will get lapped as big as this racetrack is. Now, a lot of times you don't want to be in that draft, Alan, but you don't have any choice. You're just up there riding <laughs> along, and if somebody makes a mistake, your mistake uh, doesn't affect just you. It affects sometimes as many as 10, 15, and 20 cars, and that's on everybody's mind here today. Yeah, the unpredictable nature of what you'll hear referred to often throughout the day as restrictor plate racing. Daytona and Talladega, NASCAR uses the carburetor restrictor plates to try and control the speed somewhat. Well, the reality of restrictor plate racing is if someone does make a mistake... And it's really asking a lot for 43 drivers to go 500 miles and not have anybody make any mistakes. If somebody makes a mistake, it's going to collect a lot of cars. We've seen that the last several races here. And for the championship contenders, that is very much on their mind. Not only just for their hopes of winning the race today, but face it, if you get caught up in a big wreck here this week and again next week, Jeff Gordon's 174-point lead can go away in a snap, and just as equally, Mark Martin's chance to stay with him and try and win the title can go away. Yeah, the biggest thing on both their minds today is to come out of here with some kind of top-ten finish. Obviously, they both like to win, but they want to keep the race car in one piece, and they want to stay in a draft with guys that they're comfortable with, and to get comfortable here at Talladega or Daytona is kind of hard to do. Should be an exciting afternoon. Two, three wide racing all day long. We're counting down to the start of the Winston 500. And we'll go trackside next. 
From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second-guess your tools. That's why Procore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. Back at Talladega Super Speedway, an absolutely magnificent early autumn afternoon for racing. Not a cloud in the sky. Temperatures in the low to mid-70s. Just couldn't ask for better conditions under which to sit in the grandstands and watch a NASCAR Winston Cup race. And the place is a sellout today, too. Not a ticket remaining for the Winston 500 as we get set to wave the green flag. All right, let's go trackside now as the drivers get ready to climb aboard their machines, get some of the thoughts before the uh, green flag in the beginning of the race. We'll start with the man who lead the field with the green flag. He is with our Jim Phillips. Yes, he is. Kenny Schrader doing some stretching exercises here. Friday afternoon, everybody's looking to Bobby Labonte to be the Bud Pole winner, but it was Kenny Schrader, 196.153, but things have changed. You had to change engines, Kenny. Have you lost anything? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, we were good yesterday afternoon with the engine that was that was laying down on us, and uh, we put in one of uh, the older engines, the older style engines, and same same type engine we ran fourth at Daytona with, so I'm sure it'll be fine. Ten years ago, you wanted this racetrack. Can you honestly win this race today? Oh, we can, and we're going to try our damnedest. I guarantee you that. That's Kenny Schrader. He's the Bud Pole winner, and the guy that everybody looked to to be the fastest Friday is with Winston Kelly. Well, he's been on the front row at each one of these restrictor plate races. He's on the Remington outside pole. He'll take home another shotgun from a Reming- from America's oldest gun maker, Remington. But what he's looking for is victory lane for the second time here at Talladega this year. Assess your chances for a Talladega sweep. Uh, you know, I, I think they're okay. I mean, you never really know. And just like last time, we really didn't know either. But, uh, you know, I think we get this interstate Pontiac running really good. And, you know, I hope it does I hope it does great. You know, we just hope for a flawless day and uh, hope to stay out of trouble if there is any. And we just hope that there really isn't any trouble with anybody. So it'd be nice to be able to run 500 miles under green and uh, get this car and, and try to try to be up front and see what we can do at the end of the race. Well, the Pontiac seemed to be a little bit slow earlier on on the super speedways. They've come around. What's the difference? Uh, you know, this race team here has really brought ours you know, around. And, you know, I know the other teams, they all work together some. But uh, this is a brand-new car that they built, and they took a lot of time with it. And really, it really does work really well. It goes to the air really good. So uh, I think that's a, big, that's a big key for us right now. Bobby Labonte on the Remington outside pole. One of the gentlemen who's been strong on the super speedway races is with Marty Schneider. And that is Mike Skinner, who will start fifth today and used to qualifying up front. But, Mike, you've had trouble finishing these races up front. How about today? Well, I'll tell you, our low Chevrolet ran awful good in uh, both practices yesterday. And uh, we've ran up front a lot here at Talladega and ran real well. And uh, uh, just kind of get caught up in that deal that always happens, you know. Uh, fortunately, we haven't been the cause of it up to this point. And uh, 
you know, if we can stay out of trouble today, I, I think we can have a good finish out of this race. The back-to-back -back restrictor plate races has been much of the talk of the week. Teams building cars on frantic pace and trying to uh, get cars that all they can. You guys did nothing. So does that make you more conservative today? No, not really. No, we, we thought we brought our best car here, and uh, the car we set on the pole uh, at Daytona with last year is in the truck. So if something happens to this car, we've got another car. And, and the three-team did build an extra car. And it's kind of a floater car for either team that needs it. So uh, we're okay. It's, uh, you know, if both of us tear our car up today, it's, you know, then it starts. Uh, you, I think we'll have to be a little more careful in practice and so, so on and so forth at Daytona. But, uh, you know, if even one of us get out of here uh, with a good car today, the RCR team will be in good shape. Well, Mike Skinner said hammer down today. There's no conservative mode here for the Lowe's team. Mike Skinner will roll off fifth. Five minutes from the command to fire engines at Talladega. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers O-Rewards points in-store and online. Earn points on everything from replacement parts to tools and accessories. And for every 150 points collected, you'll get a $5 reward. Earn points any way you shop. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Back at Talladega, Alabama, getting ready for the command to fire engines and start today's Winston 500. Governor Fob James is the grand marshal of today's race. He is down trackside and about to give the command that will crank the uh, field of 43 to life and set them off on their 500-mile chase. Let's have a look at the starting lineup for the race. Six drivers unable to qualify. Dan Pardis, Rick Mast, Rick Wilson, Rich Bickle, Bobby Gerhardt, and Gary Bradbury did not make the field. Back in 43rd position, Darrell Waltrip starts the Tabasco Pontiac. Starting 42nd will be Kenny Wallace in the Square D Ford. Kyle Petty has the Hot Wheels Pontiac in 41st. Starting 40th is Dick Crickle in the Heilig Myers Ford. The Budweiser Chevrolet with Wally Dollenbach will be 39th. Going 38th in the race this afternoon, Kevin LePage in the Prime Star Ford. The Kodak Film Chevrolet with Bobby Hamilton as the driver will start 37th. 36th position, the gentleman we just heard from, Jimmy Spencer, in the Winston Noble Ford. The Pennzoil Chevrolet with Steve Park is 35th. Starting 34th is Michael Waltrip in the Sitco Ford. The Cheerios Ford with Johnny Benson will go from 33rd. And 32nd is Ward Burton in the MBNA America Pontiac. And the Phillips Consumer Communications Ford with Jeff Bonine will start 31st. 30th starters Jeff Green in the Money Store Chevy with Dave Marcus going 29th in the Realtree Chevrolet. 28th is Billy Standridge in the Team Fans Can Race Ford with Ted Musgrave going 27th in the First Plus Financial Ford. 26th starter Derek Cope in the Gumout Pontiac with Jerry Nadeau starting 25th in the Cartoon Network Ford. 24th starter Jeremy Mayfield in the Mobile One Ford with Andy Hillenberg going 23rd in the Little Joe's Auto Chevrolet. 22nd starter John 
John Andretti in the STP Pontiac, and Robert Presley will go 21st in the Jasper Engines Ford. 20th will be Ernie Irvin in the Wildberry Skittles Pontiac, and the McDonald's Ford of Bill Elliott will start 19th. The 18th starter is Steve Grissom in the Caterpillar Chevrolet. Ricky Rudd has the tied Ford in 17th. Starting 16th is Brett Bodine in the Paychex Ford. The John Deere Ford with Chad Little as a driver will start from 15th. The 14th starter is Dale Earnhardt in the GM Goodrich Service Plus Chevrolet. The Bell South Chevrolet of Joe Nemechek is starting 13th. In 12th position, Rusty Wallace in the Miller Lite Ford and the Aquafresh Chevrolet with Buckshot Jones will be starting 11th. Tenth starter is Sterling Marlin in the Coors Light Chevrolet. Jeff Burton will go ninth in the Exide Batteries Ford. Eighth starter is Mark Martin in the Valvoline Ford with Kenny Irwin going seventh in the Texaco Haviland Ford. Sixth starter, Jeff Gordon in the DuPont Chevrolet. Mike Skinner goes fifth. He's in the Lowe's Chevy. Fourth starter today, Terry Labonte, defending winner of this race. He's in the Kellogg Chevy. With Dale Jarrett going third in the Quality Care Ford Credit Ford. In the front row outside, Bobby Labonte in the Interstate Batteries Pontiac and the Bud Pole winner Ken Schrader in the Skull Bandit Chevrolet who has a chance to collect an additional $22,800 today. That's the 76 challenge if he can end the afternoon in victory lane. Even though one person stands on the podium, NASCAR is a team sport. From the pit crew to the wind tunnel. Teams are using technology to gain a competitive advantage. So why shouldn't your construction team At Procore, we designed our software to do just that. Our easy-to-use mobile tool helps connect your teams, projects, and data so you can get more done in less time. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. Turn the championship, baby. Yeah. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Today, the Winston 500. Sponsored by Raybestos Brakes, the best in brakes, the official brakes of NASCAR. By Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By Sears Die Hard, America's most trusted battery. Sponsoring the Die Hard race fan. By 76 Products, makers of the official fuel of NASCAR. By the legendary Firebird Trans Am from Pontiac. By True Value, the official hardware store of NASCAR and garages everywhere. By First Union Corporation. Find them on the Internet at www.firstunion.com. By First Brands, the makers of STP Complete Fuel System Cleaner. And by Gatorade Thirst Quencher, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. Hey, life's a sport. Drink it up. The field of 43 starters in today's Winston 500 is completing the first of three pace laps they'll make before the green flag and the beginning of the 188-lap 500-mile event this afternoon. Just five to go in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series season. 174 points between the top two drivers, Jeff Gordon and Mark Martin. The $2 million title on the line, as well as the Winston Noble $5 million bonus that five drivers have a shot at here this afternoon. The top five finishers from Darlington a couple of weeks ago, Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, Dale Jarrett, Dale Earnhardt, and Jeremy Mayfield. 
and throw all that on top of just your average old plain ordinary terribly exciting Talladega race and we've got the makings of a great one here today. Yeah, an awful lot of pressure and a lot at stake here this afternoon at Talladega. The field right now working around this racetrack 33 degree banking in both ends of the speedway. The dogleg here the trioval where we are down toward turn number one has more banking than a lot of the other racetracks that we even go to in the turns. It's 18 degrees. This racetrack was truly built for speed back in 1969. Let's take a swing around it right now and meet the voices you'll hear covering the action over in turns one and two this afternoon from Hampton, Virginia. Joe Moore. Thanks, Barney. I'm located on a platform about 30 feet up in the air just at the exit of turn number two looking at what has to be for a race fan the most exciting vision you could ever imagine. This field of 43 NASCAR Winston Cup cars climbing the four-story high banking of turn one and then starting to shuffle before they empty onto this back uh, straightaway here. Two things happen at this end of the racetrack. Decisions and commitments. The decision of which guy I'm going to go with to try to draft once I hit the back straightaway. And then in turn number two, the commitment. You fall in line behind this guy or that guy to see how it plays out once you hit the back stretch. The draft really doesn't kick in until you get onto the straightaway, but it begins right here in turns one and two. Down the other end of one of the longest straightaways on the NASCAR Winston Cup circuit. Not quite the longest, but certainly one of them, and certainly pure horsepower heaven out there. Is Montpelier, Vermont's Dave Moody to call the action for us on the backstretch today. Thank you, Alan Bestwick. Good afternoon, everybody. As they hurdle off that three-story tall banking in turn two, it's not at all uncommon to see the field fan out three, four, or sometimes even five wide for the 4,300-foot drag strip that is the back straightaway here at Talladega. At times, it can look like a 190-mile-an-hour square dance is broken out with cars bobbing and weaving their way in search of some open asphalt. Then to make matters even tougher, they'll attempt to funnel their way back to double file formation in time for turn number three. At times, it's a bit like trying to stuff a marshmallow into a parking meter. And as you've heard this afternoon, when something goes wrong, it's rarely just a one- or a two-car spin. This is no place for the faint of heart. We'll be covering all the action from the inside turn number three. And one of the most exciting places here at Talladega, the spot that I used to broadcast from a long, long, many, many years ago, and really enjoyed it up there, sitting atop the, in the middle of the dogleg here this afternoon to cover for us from Birmingham, Alabama, is Eli Gold. And as a matter of fact, on the barriers right here, it says BH was here. Barney Hall dating back a few years ago. It really is a panoramic view here, standing off the exit of turn four to the entrance of this main trioval area. At most racetracks, of course, this is the area where you'd set up for that final run to the start-finish line. Talladega, a bit different. If you've never been here, the start-finish line is all the way down towards the entrance of turn number one. So when you come off turn number four, your decision here is really two steps ahead. What do you do in this short shoot heading towards the trioval that will eventually pay off with potentially a win down in turn number one? This is a somewhat wide racetrack that really the drivers say narrows up on you coming off the number four corner. You can make the dive down pit road right here in front of us, or you can choose the low or the outside line. And again, if you have the guts to, make it three wide through the trioval and make that run back to start finish. It's a great place to watch the race on a beautiful day here in Alabama. All right, so that is the setting now as we get set to bring you the Winston 500 from Talladega. Drivers on the back straightaway now behind the pace car, half a lap away from the green flag. Today's broadcast brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Talladega Super Speedway to MRN Radio, solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this race without the expressed written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. 
couple of things that uh, we've heard in the garage all week long after the first round of qualifying and uh, a couple of guys who qualified very well. Kenny Irwin certainly up in seventh position and Buckshot Jones back in 11th spot, Alan. Neither one have really that much experience in running these high-speed drafts. And it's a case, again, of what we talked about a moment ago. You're in there. If you stay in that lead draft, you may not want to be there, but you got to be. So I, I talked to Buckshot yesterday. He said, hey, I'm going to do just exactly what I need to do, and that's follow the leader or kind of stay in that pack. And But there is a little apprehension from yeah. those guys being up there, and naturally there would be. The experience factor. They have not been in this situation very often for very long, and it is something they are going to have to uh, deal with, kind of baptism by fire, if you will, here when the green flag drops. They're both up at the front of the field. And the other thing that drivers are apprehensive about is somebody making a mistake when the field is all tightly bunched up. We've seen it the last couple of races here. Somebody sets a wheel on the apron bounces up into another car and by the time it's all done half a dozen to a dozen cars are all swept up in it the drivers want to get through these early laps get the field sorted out get their drafts set up figure out who they're going to run with and then start logging some laps here to make sure they're in position for that last frantic sprint to the finish set to go pace car heads for pit road 188 laps ahead ken schrader and bobby labonte are on the front row row two dale jarrett and terry labonte jeff gordon starts sixth mark martin is eighth and now the field comes to the start finish line to begin the winston 500 you always get that feeling here at talladega as they come down to get ready to start a race at this particular speedway it is built for speed pure horsepower and speed they're a couple of hundred feet away from the start finish line green flag is in the air and the winston 500 is underway They'll get those restrictor plate engines wound up, and for the moment, they go into the corner just exactly like it was a parade lap, but it won't stay that way very long as they move to Joe Moore in turn two. Still side-by-side up front. Dale Jarrett, though, who started on the outside of the second row, drops to the inside. Terry Labonte pulls up the banking beside him. The formation works his way up off the corner. Here's DJ dropping to the inside, making it three wide for the lead. Jarrett wasting no time, takes it to the bottom of the racetrack, and here's the first of many drag races on the afternoon. Jarrett will get to second. Still has they work up towards the banking. Jarrett stays down low. It'll pay off for him. Bobby Labonte goes to his outside. Now still working the low side of the racetrack. Here comes Mike Skinner. He started fifth. He's up to third. He might grab second. They swing off turn number four for the first time up to full speed. Jarrett ahead of Skinner. Bobby Labonte. They're all two by two behind the leader. Through the trioval, Jarrett will lead. Lap one, double wide from second on back. It is Skinner and Labonte still there. Ken Schrader at the end of one lap is all the way back in 21st spot. Single file here they come back into the corner. Single file at least for the first position. Dale Jarrett. He's trying to leave them all. They're all stacked up double wide behind him. Here's Kenny Urban peeking to the inside of Mike Skinner. That would be a shot from second. He'll quickly get back in line. Takes it back in line. Elects not to make the run this time as DJ leads him down the back straight away. Here comes Skinner now. Diving to the inside on Aaron. Mike Skinner takes the lead into turn number three. Mike Skinner knows what it's like running up front. He's had the pole and days gone by at Daytona. Middle of the field. Everybody sorting themselves out, staying clear of everybody alongside of them. Off turn number four. It's Irwin on the move. He thought about an inside drag against Skinner. Can't make it pay off. And Bobby Labonte is challenging to the outside. That inside draft is a little bit quicker as they come down to the line. It will be Mike Skinner all by himself out at the front of the field. Bobby Labonte takes the high line, tucks in behind him, makes it single file there. Third place, also single file. The move now is at the bottom of the racetrack in turn two. Here's Ricky Rudd diving down to the inside of Dale. Jarrett. DJ was leading last time he passed me in 
turn two. Now he's fighting to hang on to the 13th position as he exit turn two. And he's got no dancing partner running right in the middle of the racetrack as they overhaul him inside and out. It's Rudd going to the inside. Dale Earnhardt to the outside. DJ slams the door on Rudd in turn three. So Dale Jarrett now gets himself back situated for the moment. Meanwhile, the battle up front is a good one. Skinner comes off the number four corner. Bobby Labonte right behind him. The front five trying to make their own draft. Terry Labonte, Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton all trying to join that group. To the start-finish line, Mike Skinner leads. Dale Jarrett led lap two. Let's check where he comes to the stripe. Schrader led from uh, the pole, then was 21st at the end of lap one. Jarrett led lap number two. He's back in 13th now. Front five cars, single file, battle for the sixth position. Buckshot Jones on the move down low. He completes the pass by Jeff Burton, bringing with him now Joe Nemechek and Chad Little. Nemechek down to the bottom will move to the inside, and he'll pick up a position. Right behind him is Chad Little. Little not happy for the moment. He'll kick to the inside of Nemechek. Nothing there as they race single file into turn three. Up front, Mike Skinner tries to hold off the challenge of Bobby Labonte. Can't do it. Labonte climbs the banking. The strong car on the move, Buckshot Jones, from an 11th starting spot. He's drawn in to join that front draft. Now Skinner's out of line. Everybody's going to try and pass him to the outside. moment ago, there were five cars breaking away, single file. That changed in a hurry. Now there's about a six-car pack, and Mike Skinner's down to the bottom of the racetrack all by himself, and Mike is going to lose three, four, five, maybe six or eight positions, Joe Moore, before he'll be able to tuck back in. Skinner hopes to get back in line just behind Kenny Urban. That is the fourth car to pass him. If he does not, the entire field is stacked up further back, and so far, Skinner does not complete the move getting back in line. Skinner still down on the bottom of the racetrack and still being overhauled as Kenny Irwin goes to the fourth spot. Buckshot goes to fifth. Jeff Burton right behind him will take the number six position. And still, Skinner can't get back in line. He does, however, now pick up drafting help. Joe Nimichek on the low side of the track along with Chad Little. Maybe that draft can form up and catch those guys loose to the high side. Off turn number four. The single file draft led by Bobby Labonte. Coming into the trioval, Labonte. Terry, Bobby Labonte with Terry Labonte right behind him in second. Then Jeff Gordon third and Kenny Irwin fourth. Buckshot Jones is fifth. Mike Skinner is sixth. All of those cars single file. Then they're double wide from seventh on back. That's where Jeff Burton races alongside Joe Nemechek. First two cars of the rest of the field practically that are lined up two by two. Further back in the Steve Grissom, the man stuck on the inside, as lines form to his inside and to his outside. Grissom's going to the rear. Grissom going all the way back as the battle continues for the number seven position. It's Joe Nemechek on the bottom. Jeff Burton on the outside. Chad Little to the bottom with Nemechek will push him up a spot. And the guy on the move now is that Thunderbird of Jimmy Spencer against the other Tauruses in the field. He told us early he can get to the front, and he is picking his way through traffic. But up front, single file, the top dozen right now. Bobby Levante leads him. And I think everybody's kind of breathed a sigh of relief that we will now have completed six laps. The field kind of gets sorted out. Everybody's caught their breath and settled down to go racing for a while here at Talladega with six laps complete in the Winston 500. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. 
From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. What was that brief six-car breakaway lead draft headed by the Labonte brothers, Bobby and Terry? No longer has any kind of an advantage on the field. The rest of the pack is caught up on the backstretch. It is still Bobby and Terry at the front of the pack. Then Jeff Gordon followed by Kenny Irwin and Buckshot Jones. But from there on back, every single car save for the final two are within ten car lengths of each other. And it's single file basically towards the middle of the field. We're getting out of line. Bobby Hamilton, he works the low side of the racetrack following Wally Dallenbach. Michael Waltrip in that mix as well as the leaders are off four. You'll see a big single car draft of maybe eight, ten, fifteen cars and everybody else will kind of tuck in line. Then they'll run a lap or two and then all of a sudden there'll be two, three or four cars drop down to the bottom of the racetrack and say, hey, let's have a go at it in the inside. See if we can get a draft going right now. And Joe Moore, as they move to you, we've got three cars that are doing exactly that led by Ward Burton over to turn Two. Yeah, it's like an accordion. They come by one time, there's groups of two or three, then suddenly they come back the next time, it's one solid group. That's what's forming now as they head to turn three. It's a four-car draft down on the bottom of the racetrack, led by Burton. Burton drawing a line, trying to make the move under the Johnny and Ruddy machine. They go double file, charging into the banking at turn number three. Meanwhile, though, at this end of the racetrack, the man on the move, at least for the moment, is that inside draft. They've drawn even with John Andretti. Ward Burton leads that pack off the corner. He's got drafting help right behind him, and still Spencer picking up spots as he goes every lap. While Ward Burton races inside of John Andretti for the 14th position, the 13 cars ahead of them have broken away now and formed a little bit of a single file draft, kind of put some space on that double wide racing back in the field. Now they're starting to shuffle it up for about the 7th position. One car goes high in the banking. That is Joe Nemechek. He'll look for an opportunity to challenge there. Chad Little dives underneath it. He'll take advantage. The drag race on now for the 7th spot. And the draft goes to the inside with Chad Little. They fan it out two. Now make it three wide as Jeff Burton dives to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll take both cars into three and Mark Martin is right with him. And now as they work up high, that battle continues. Everybody trying to figure out exactly where their best Nimichek and Little to the high side. You've got Burton, Mark Martin, Sterling Marlin, Dale Jarrett working low off turn four. Now they begin to scramble a little bit up in that second pack of traffic as they work their way back to the line. This time they come down, head back into turn number one, and it's still Bobby Labonte. And I'm having trouble just picking up Bobby's car since they changed that paint job on the machine. Bobby goes high. That might cost him the lead in turn one. Jeff Gordon is on the move. He dives underneath Bobby Labonte and goes to the front of the field. Kenny Irwin comes with him. He'll take second. Buckshot Jones to third. Now it's Mike Skinner going for fourth on the back straightaway. Skinner down on the bottom of the racetrack for the moment. We'll have to do it alone as the draft lines up to the outside with Bobby Labonte. Skinner keeps the nose inside, but it's not going to work. Bobby beats him to three Brother Terry along with it. Terry Labonte is going to go by. Jeff Burton will go by. Mark Martin will likely go by. Skinner alone down low. The aqua fresh smile is on the face of Buckshot Jones from 11th. He's now running a strong third. To the start finish line, Jeff Gordon will come and officially lead a lap as he comes to the stripe. 13 in the books. Gordon collects five bonus points toward the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship. 
Gordon, Kenny Irwin, Buckshot Jones, the top three. Back at the fourth position now. That's where Bobby Labonte has settled in. His brother Terry behind him in the fifth spot. Meanwhile, checking on Mike Skinner. He's drifting back in the pack for about the ninth spot. Still losing spots as he works the inside of the racetrack. Challenge on the outside. It's for second as Buckshot Jones goes to the high side. Nearly brushes the concrete at the exit of two. He's got second as they've got Kenny Irwin all alone in the bottom groove. So as they work off the corner now, here they come through turn three and four. Sterling Marlin working back near 10th spot. Looked to the inside and to the outside. Nothing was there. He wisely settled back in line. Kenny Irwin peeks to the inside. He'll lead that inside line of draft traffic back in six. Absolutely amazing racing here at Talladega. A moment ago, it was a five-car breakaway. Now there's about 25 cars back up in that lead pack again. Four single file at the front of the field. Now Kenny Irwin drops down at the bottom of the racetrack. He's going to try and see just how quick his car will punch a hole in the air and if they can get back up there to Joe Moore. Kenny trying to get some help here from Mike Skinner, the man just behind him. Looks like it's not going to work. They'll settle in in their positions. Meanwhile, for the second spot, here's Buckshot Jones stepping out of line. Once again, the battle is on as now it's Bobby Labonte going to the inside. He slingshots past Terry Labonte right behind him. Jeff Burton, Mark Martin, Sterling Marlin as they've got Buckshot going backwards. Of course, Joe said Buckshot Jones stepped out of line. Problem was, he didn't know it. Everybody tucked to the inside. Buckshot looked in the rearview mirror and said, where's everybody going? He does manage to get back in line, though no longer in third. He's back in tenth. Young driver making his first start in the Winston Cup race at Talladega may have trouble finding drafted partners throughout the afternoon. Right now, he's racing with Sterling Marlin for the sixth position. They're lined up double wide behind those drivers as well. What we can see is Buckshot Jones is strong, maybe lacking experience, but he's got the power plant. Swing into the high side of the banking, completing the pass by Sterling Marlin. He's trying to come back up to the front. And this time he's got some drafting help on the outside. All he needs is one more car to go with him, and Buckshot has got the horsepower to make it work. It's Marlin on the inside along with Joe Nemechek, then Buckshot Jones and Chad Little as they hit the banking. They work the banking now, trying to the high side. John Andretti, Ricky Rudd, Ken Schrader, Bill Elliott all right behind them. Here they come off the fourth corner. Front six or seven still single file. Now it'll be the top 15 until that outside draft forms up again. Buckshot's leading them. They work their way back down to the start-finish line. Give a call to Buckshot. He has driven a very smooth race, I guess is a way to put it. He had a very strong car as well as anybody else, but instead of trying to show how good he was or how good the car was, he just rode in line, kind of kept things going very smooth up in that lead draft. We have completed 16 laps here in the Winston 500. If you suffer from heartburn or other digestive-related disorders, then there is a new, safe, better, and natural alternative to better digestive wellness and heartburn relief. Praxid not only provides relief of heartburn, but Praxid takes a 360-degree approach to support better digestion, protect you from harmful bacteria, and also balance your stomach to improve digestive functions. We like to think of it as the multivitamin of digestive health. It's the only product to combine all natural ingredients known for the digestive health properties into a single patented product. Praxid also comes in easy-to-carry packs. Praxid relieves, restores, and maintains a healthy digestive system. Praxid is available here for only $39.95. Shipping and handling is free, and your money back is guaranteed. To take advantage of this special radio offer, call now, 1-800-829-5688. That's 1-800-829-5688. Again, 1-800-829-5688. Jeff Gordon continues to lead the Winston 500 at Talladega, while 40 of the 43 starters remain in the lead draft. Three have dropped off the back. 
Two of them involved in a crash during yesterday's happy hour practice. Jeff Bodine got bumped by another car, got turned into the outside wall. His team had to go to a backup car. Not a lap of practice on the machine. He has fallen back right now to 41st position. Darrell Waltrip and Billy Standridge. Standridge, the other driver involved in the happy hour crash. Standridge back in 43rd spot now. Tip of the cap to that crew. Worked hard all night last night to repair their car and get their machine into the race today. And basically are here because they want to be. They don't run all the races. This is not how they're making their living, but they did the old sportsman's try, and they're in the field here today. Yeah, they really put some labor in on that car to get him in there, and he's driving a pretty good race this afternoon. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, as they work their way off turn number two and head down the back straightaway, about a 10-car breakaway for the moment. Hard to not look at Jimmy Spencer, though. Spencer started 36. He is up to 18th and continues to grab one or two cars every time around. They're in three. And he is not content. He is down on the bottom of the Ward Burton machine. Next man in front of him is Rusty Wallace. Jimmy Spencer looking to pick up ground every single time by. Conversely, at the same time, Kenny Irwin's going the other way. He's not had a good last couple of laps right now. He's about to be bypassed by Dale Earnhardt as Irwin lost the draft and has just had trouble getting back in line. While we're mentioning people on the move, let's tip the cap to Kevin LePage at this early point in the race. Started in 38th position. Last lap by was running 10th. He does so again this time by as the leaders work their way into one. Now the front 12 cars, all single file, charge up the banking from 13th on back. That's the double file racing that's going on. Rusty Wallace to the inside of the racetrack. Ricky Rudd to the outside, both with long lines of traffic stacked up behind them. Nobody getting the advantage this time off turn number two to the back straightaway. It's Rudd by about a quarter of a car length on the outside lane, but it's Rusty Wallace, Jimmy Spencer, and now Ernie Irvin joining the fray in that inside line. All trying to make up some ground if they can against the leaders, and of course the leaders have the advantage now of that top dozen all tied tightly together, Single file. Aerodynamic says you are going to pull away. Let's see if the two-by-twos can catch them. That's what it'll take. You're going to have to have at least two, maybe three cars to link up to run down anybody up toward the front of the field. Spencer dives down underneath Rusty, coming through the dog leg. Rusty kind of says, no, it's not time to make your move yet. Just let's draft along here. We're still catching them. Not as quick as you'd like to, Jimmy, but let's take our time. They're back in turn two. And Dale Jarrett is on the move with that first pack of traffic. He peels to the outside of the racetrack, going after Kevin LePage as they exit turn two. The two Fords going at it. Advantage LePage this time as DJ is forced to duck it back in line behind the prime star tourist of LePage. Right behind him, Mike Skinner looking to close in and add one more car to that lead draft. Skinner closes in to within a car length and a half, maybe two. Checks his rear view mirror. Here comes Ricky Rudd, who has broken away from another pack of traffic. Then you've got Wallace and Spencer and the pole sitter, Ken Schrader, beginning to rumble yet again. This racing going on from about 13th spot on back. Jeff Gordon leads. Bobby Labonte is second. Terry Labonte is third. Jeff Burton is fourth. Mark Martin is fifth. Sterling Marlin is sixth. Buckshot Jones is seventh. Chad Little runs eighth. Back in the ninth position now is John Andretti. Kevin LePage still runs in the tenth spot with Dale Jarrett in eleventh. He's followed by Mike Skinner in twelfth and Ricky Rudd thirteenth. Ken Schrader fourteenth and from fifteenth on back they're stacked up double wide. Fifteenth position right now belongs to the outside lane and Jimmy Spencer as he continues to charge through that high groove. Now under attack is Rusty Wallace. It's Spencer right behind him. Joe Nemechek rolling the outside lane. And this will be interesting to watch because Spencer has been making his moves on the low side of the racetrack, passing folks off turn number four and through the trioval. This time forced to the high side, off the corner. Here he comes. He draws even with Rusty Wallace. He'll accelerate past Wallace, showing the horses. 
Jimmy Spencer moves around on the outside this time. Jimmy pokes the nose out toward the wall, works his way back in the line, and heads off into turn number one. Rusty says, maybe I can tuck in as quick as your car is and follow you. Now there's a little activity back at the tail end of that lead draft over in turn two. Once again, that's where Dale Jarrett is working on Kevin LePage. He could not complete the pass. Last time he tried off turn two, he's going after him again, this time hoping for drafting help from Mike Skinner. This time he'll get the dancing partner in the outside lane. Jarrett moves up a spot. Skinner moves up a spot. LePage helps can do nothing but drop it back single file as he is dropped kicked back to the number 12 spot. At the same time, Andretti was looking high and looking low. Now again peaks to the high side. John tries to motor pass to the outside of Chad Little. Goes a full groove higher than Chad off turn number four. Andretti's on the move. Little's going backwards. Chad Little left out of the draft as the lead forms up on the outside as they sweep through the trioval. Come to the start-finish line to complete 25 laps. In the Winston 500 at Talladega, Jeff Gordon, one of five drivers who've traded the lead in the early going. Back at Talladega, 37 of the 43 starters in the lead draft, headed by Jeff Gordon. A couple of cars have fallen off the lead group in recent moments. Robert Presley has dropped back behind the field. And Kenny Irwin, who was running as high as second in the early laps, has fallen all the way back to 43rd, his car not appearing to be up to pace. Let's make a trip down through Pit Road and get some reports, starting with Jim Phillips. We're down in the pit of uh, Andy Petrie and the Skull team. And he started on the pull, but you drop back to 14th. Any concerns? Well, yeah, there's concern. I'd rather be up front just in case there's a wreck or something. But uh, looks like they split us going down the back stretch on that first lap, put us in the middle. Not the place you want to be, but uh, we'll, it's a long race. We'll be back up there. That's Andy Peter through Chiefer Kitty Strader. He started on the butt pole this afternoon. Like he said, they split him on the first lap. No place to go. Let's check in with Winston Kelly. Well, the Texaco Haviland Ford of Kenny Irwin that Alan mentioned a moment ago, not running up to full song. The crew's been talking to him to check the gauges to see what the voltmeter's showing to see if possibly it's a battery problem. They've also been talking to him about where the RPMs are. The RPMs down on the car just a bit. They're not sure exactly where the problem is. They're going to leave him out there as long as they can in hopes that they may get a caution before they get a lap down to bring it on the pit road to check the problem. But if they do get a lap down, look for him to bring the Ford onto pit road immediately. Marty Snyder. Jeff Gordon leading the race has had no word, no contact with the team so far. I would assume by the fact that he's leading, there are no problems with the DuPont Chevrolet. Terry Labonte a little bit on the loose side. He's running third right now. And we've talked a lot about Buckshot Jones today. His car's a little bit loose. He radioed into the team, said, you've got to tighten me up. Now, this morning, Buckshot told Billy Stavola, the car owner, this would be his last race. They had planned plan to run Phoenix together, but they want to keep Buckshot's rookie status. So this will be his last race in the Winston Cup Series this year. Field just works off turn number two and heads down the back straightaway. A little rumbling going on from fifth place on back off the corner. They're all over in turn three. An only momentary rumbling, Barney. They take a look and then tuck it back single file as the top 12 or 15. Uncharacteristically calm at this moment. The man who did make a move before was Chad Little. Thought about passing a guy going forward. Ends up losing a position. Had a little give and take, though, with Jimmy Spencer. Had room to get back in line and did so safely. Leaders come into the trioval. Single file up front. Jeff Gordon leads. Bobby Labonte second. Terry Labonte third. Sterling Marlin fourth. And Jeff Burton fifth. Mark Martin is sixth. John Andretti is seventh. Here's Dale Jarrett. Drops down out of line to try and get that spot away from Andretti. Jarrett.
Garrett hopes to form a draft with Mike Skinner behind him, pushing from the behind, coming back into turn number two. Both cars hooked up on the inside of the track, and Jarrett pulls even. Here now, Ken Schrader drops out of line, making it three wide for the moment. One man drops out of line, and the entire top ten decides to go to work. Dale Jarrett diving low. He'll pick up fifth. Skinner goes to sixth. Jimmy Spencer follows their lead. He'll take seventh on the inside. Eighth spot is Andretti down low, shuffling the ninth spot around now as Chad Little's on the move. He'll grab ninth, moving Jeff Burton back up to 10th. Here comes the field off the corner. 11th and 12th side by side. It'll settle out now between LePage and Martin. And it looks like Kenny Irwin's bringing his car onto pit road with the problem we talked about a moment ago. They're bringing Kenny down here at the start-finish line. From fourth place on back, Dale Jarrett makes a daring move to the bottom of the racetrack and trying to take away third spot now over in turn two. Jarrett goes to work on Terry Labonte. That's the one who holds third now. Labonte goes high in the banking. Plenty of racing room. Jarrett gains that position. Now falls in line behind Bobby Labonte. Back comes Labonte on the outside lane. Texas Terry going to work down the back straightaway. And it is a side-by-side drag race now. Mike Skinner on the inside. Labonte on the outside. And Skinner going to the fourth spot. Skinner grabs the spot. Terry can't get back in line. Here comes Jimmy Spencer down low. He'll cover the inside groove and grabs fifth spot now. Still sixth place. Terry Labonte ahead of Sterling Marlin. They'll rim ride it off turn number four to the outside wall. Sterling Marlin did a whale of a job to save that car when he and Dale Jarrett bounced off each other through the trioval last time by Marlin's car with a severe wiggle. Somehow he kept it pointed in the right direction and still Jarrett is on the move. He's trying to get second. Looking to the outside of Bobby Labonte as they come charging into turn number one. Doesn't see the opportunity. He'll tuck back in line. Meanwhile for fifth, here's Jimmy Spencer working the inside of the racetrack. He's got drafting help from John Andretti. Everybody swapping lines down the back straightaway. It's Spencer on the inside. Terry Labonte on the outside. This time it's Terry with the advantage as Andretti and now Sterling Marlin go to the high line with him. And at the same time, they close in from the rear flank as Andretti goes high, challenging Spencer. Here comes Chad Little down low. Michael Waltrip, first time we mentioned the Sitco team in a while. He's on the move now, climbing his way towards the front. And Kenny Irwin's car continues to be worked on. They may be able to push it behind the pit wall. It looks like that's what they're going to do. And he will be a candidate, one of the early candidates for the Goodies Headache Award. Let's get a quick update there if we can. With Robert Yates, the team owner. Robert, what do you think the problem is? Uh, We've lost a cylinder. We'll... You know, we'll check the rockers, the spark plugs, the wires, and all that. Check it out. Cylinder down. That's the story from Robert Yates on Kenny Irwin's car. It is behind the wall, Barney. Dale Jarrett to second. Made the move around Bobby Labonte. Now Mike Skinner goes to third. Uh, Terry Labonte will get shuffled back to fourth. Bobby Labonte to fifth. All this behind leader Jeff Gordon. Coming up on 100 miles complete at Talladega in the Winston 500. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering many of the best-known trucks on the road. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies in components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. 
Closing in on the opening round of pit stops in the Winston 500 at Talladega. Caution free to this point, just past the 100-mile mark. Jeff Gordon leads Dale Jarrett, Mike Skinner, Terry and Bobby Labonte, and Jimmy Spencer. Those front six have broken away from the pack now as they run single file and try to put some distance on the field. From seventh on back, though, and seventh on back to about 39th, all in a big old knot. John Andretti heads that pack. Michael Waltrip has come up from 34th starting spot. He runs eighth now, double wide into one. Working down on the inside of Sterling Marlin. That is where Michael Waltrip is, and they are stacked up double wide from there on back. Rusty Wallace just behind him on the inside. Ernie Irvin occupying the outside lane. No one stepping out of line this time off turn two. They'll run 10 or 12 laps single file, then one man steps out of single file formation, and everybody just goes nuts. They can't help themselves. They'll fan out two and three wide. They're double wide, heading for the bottom of turn three. The man on the move, Wally Dallenbach, draws to the inside of Sterling Marlin between turns three and four. Sterling goes up the banking just a bit, opens the inside for Dallenbach. He'll power off the corner. Sterling tries hard to stay alongside and does off four. Sterling's had some good runs on these restricted plate races, not only at Daytona but also here at Talladega. He had great success for many, many years. He knows how to get around here, knows how to work that draft, and that's where he is right now, just kind of working the draft back in that second pack of traffic. They have completed 39 laps on the scoreboard as they go back to turn two. Pick up Sterling Marlin once again. Looks like Barney, the draft is working him. He's battling for the ninth position, but more cars are lined up underneath him, and they are the ones moving forward. Sterling's battling and battling hard, but it's just not working. Andretti underneath him, Waltrip underneath him, Wally Dallenbach now comes to the inside, and right behind Wally, it's Rusty Wallace. The man who had a bad lap last time around was Ricky Rudd. He had seemingly run up on Ken Schrader, might have even had to touch the brakes a little bit to make sure there was no contact, lose a little bit of momentum, and Ricky's got the tide ride all the way back in 38th, 39th position right now. Why don't we set the field for you now, just past the 100-mile mark as they come to the stripe. It'll be 40 laps complete of 188. The leader is Jeff Gordon. Dale Jarrett is second. Mike Skinner is third. Terry Labonte is fourth. And Bobby Labonte is fifth. Sixth is Jimmy Spencer. John Andretti is seventh. Michael Waltrip eighth. Wally Dallin back ninth. And Sterling Marlin is tenth. Eleventh is Rusty Wallace. Ernie Irvin is twelfth. Jeremy Mayfield thirteenth. Jeff Burton is fourteenth. And Kenny Wallace is up to fifteenth position. Kevin LePage runs sixteenth. Dale Earnhardt is seventeenth. Eighteenth is Ward Burton. Mark Martin has been shuffled back to nineteenth. And Ken Schrader runs twentieth. Twenty-first is Bill Elliott. Buckshot Jones is 22nd, Steve Grissom 23rd, Jeff Green 24th, and Joe Nemechek 25th. 26th is Chad Little, Bobby Hamilton's 27th, Steve Park 28th, Johnny Benson 29th, and Kyle Petty 30th. 31st is Dick Trickle, Ricky Rudd is 32nd, Ted Musgrave 33rd, Brett Bodine 34th, and Derek Cope 35th. Followed by Jerry Nadeau, Andy Hillenberg, Dave Marcus, Robert Presley, Jeff Bodine, Billy Standridge, and Daryl Waltrip in 42nd. Kenny Irwin is behind the wall. Got to kind of feel sorry right now for Chad Little. Chad got himself caught out in the middle of all that traffic that's going by, meaning they're running three wide. Now, he's the only car, and having two lines of traffic and you being dead in the middle of them, there's nowhere to go. You're not going to force the issue to get yourself back in, and as you move over to you, Dave Moody, over in turn number three, he must have lost uh, about 15 or 20 spots. He does. He's got that deer-in-the-headlights look, Barney. Nowhere to go and nothing to do as they just file past him inside and out into turn number three. John Andretti on the move now in eighth place. He tries to draw to the inside. 
can't make a pass there against Michael Waltrip, who leads the outside line of traffic. Those cars racing double wide for that position. They've fallen a couple seconds behind the lead half dozen. Front six running single file, kind of stretching themselves away from the field here at lap number 42. Talladega, we mentioned in the opening of our broadcast, the first of an unprecedented back-to-back stretch of races on the sports giant super speedways next weekend. It's off to Daytona for the rescheduled Pepsi 400. John Graham, the president of Daytona International Speedway, is here in the booth, and I trust, John, all is ready for our arrival there on Thursday. Alan, looking forward to having you there. All is 99% ready. I feel a little guilty this weekend. I'm the only employee of Daytona not working. I'm up here enjoying this race. Everybody else is getting ready for next week. But you're right. We've got Talladega and Daytona back-to-back, and that's a race fan's heaven, and I'm including myself in that group. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, Bud Pole qualifying will remain on the original Thursday night schedule as it had been set for July. It will. We'll start at 8 o'clock this coming Thursday night, and then we'll have second-round qualifying Friday night, and then the Pepsi 400 at 8 p.m. on Saturday night, October 17th. And it won't be too long before we'll be starting to gear up for speed weeks in the start of the 99 season as well. Looking forward to that a great deal. As a matter of fact, we've got new construction going in at Daytona, new tower seats. We're building new tower seats on the front stretch and on the super stretch, uh, the top nine rows of the super stretch, as a matter of fact. We still have a few of those tower seats left for the Daytona 500 and other Speed Weeks events. If fans are interested, they can call area 904-947-6475. Looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Bud Pole qualifying Thursday night. We'll be there. John, thanks. John Graham, president of Daytona International Speedway. We're at the World Center of Racing with the NASCAR Winston Cup Series for the rescheduled Pepsi 400 next weekend. You'll hear all the action live here on Motor Racing Network. You know, you can just imagine what it's going to be like uh, watching the cars get around here, plus 190 mile an hour plus. Imagine what it's going to be like when we get down to Daytona and they're doing that under the lights. I'm kind of looking forward to that. That's going to be something to see. Yeah. Right now, we have completed 44 laps. Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, Mike Skinner, Terry Labonte, and Bobby Labonte are the top five. The next time you need auto parts and accessories, trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. For decades, professional technicians have counted on O'Reilly Auto Parts for their knowledge and commitment to customer service. And you can too. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Better parts, better prices, every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second-guess your tools. That's why Procore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. A six-car breakaway at the head of the field in the Winston 500 at Talladega. Jeff Gordon is out in front with Dale Jarrett, Sterling Marlin, excuse me, Mike Skinner, Terry Labonte, Bobby Labonte, and Jimmy Spencer making up the uh, top six. Then you've got a little bit of a distance, a couple of seconds back to seventh place. That's now Michael Waltrip with Wally Dallenbach in eighth, Sterling Marlin in ninth, 
John Andretti rounds out the top 10 and most of the rest of the top 35 all bunched tightly together there. And we quickly approach the first pit stops in the race. They should happen two laps from now. The field's in one. Front six cars again staying nose to tail, working their way through turns one and two. Looking back at uh, Wally Dallenbach, just notice the fact he started 39th. Here he is in the eighth position, and he's trying to make a move on Michael Walter for seventh. Not going to happen this time as he sneaks a peek, doesn't quite have the momentum, drops it right back in single file. It's Walter and Dallenbach, that's Sterling Marlin and John Andretti. Then right behind them, they all settle back in single file. Sterling Marlin and Andretti, as we mentioned, they all work the low side of the racetrack. Handling has been good among the top 15. Here come the leaders off turn number four, the top six still tightly together. And you can bet there's a lot of wheeling and dealing going on down on pit road, even though we're early in the race for guys to say, hey, well, our draft is working real good together. Let's come in and pit together. Let's go back out together on the racetrack. You won't see many cars dive onto pit road unless it's an absolute necessity here to make a stop all by themselves and shake that draft. Let's follow the front pack off turn number two and see if they indeed hit pit road this time. Joe Moore? Single file working the way off turn two onto the long back straightaway here. And nobody even dumping out of line. Jimmy Spencer sneaks a quick peek to the inside just to get a fresh, fresh breath of air into the Winston Ford. They're single file down the back shoot and into turn three. The leader's still up to full song. Here they come through turn number three and four, still hugging the innermost groove. Jeff Gordon, the leader, here they come off the turn. Is he going to woe it down just a bit? No. They'll make another 2.66 miles around. Come down to the stripe and complete lap number 50. Will the leaders, Jeff Gordon, followed by Dale Jarrett, Mike Skinner, Terry and Bobby Labonte, and Jimmy Spencer. While those drivers have been out front, the second group has finally sorted itself out into single file and beginning quickly to reel in the front half dozen. It's amazing how quickly that can happen too, Alan. Only in the last maybe four or five laps have they settled down into single file. What was maybe a four-second gap is now shrunk to maybe a second and a half as they work the way to turn three. And Michael Waltrip leads that charge down the back straightaway. Leaders heading for turn number three, looking for the pick- it's most likely this time by, but Waltrip and Dahlenbach leading that second group right up onto their back bumper. The leaders beginning to close in on the Robert Presley automobile. Again, off turn number four. The fans stand to see what's going to happen. Here come the leaders, and no, they won't pit this time either. They'll work to the inside of Presley and bypass him. Well, apparently nobody having any problems, and as we documented a moment ago, these cars can go, uh, everybody I talked to said at least 52, 53 laps, and even more if you really wanted to stretch it. So, with no problems up there, good clean air at the front of the field for the leaders no point in coming in until you really need to as they work their way off turn number two this time and head to joe moore front pack of six cars now work their way off the banking of turn number two that second pack of about 17 cars closing in even more everybody continuing in a single file formation and the gap between those two lead drafts continues to diminish as michael walter leads that second group dollin back sterling marlin john andretti and company they're all staying right in line nobody making a move among the front five fourth and fifth place now begin to flare out just a little bit. Here they come. This time they're going to be coming in. Gordon will head onto the pit lane. He and Terry Labonte, while others stay on the track. Dale Jarrett will come by on the racetrack. Claim five bonus. We've got problems off turn number four. Dick Trickle is spinning as he tried to whoa the Heilig Myers Ford down. He does two full 360s, stays off the wall, and he's continuing the pit road. Uh, one car got way out in the grass trying to come to pit road. We've got about a dozen machines in for stops as the caution waves. Winston Kelly. Well, Jeremy Mayfield is one of those. Rusty Wallace started to turn on a pit road, and then he went on down. Ernie Irvin on pit road in front of Jim Phillips. And also in the pits, so Winston is Ward Burton. He's getting right side tires. So is Wally Dallenbach. Irvin's service is done. Two tires and gasoline. 
That on to Marty Snyder. 14.25 seconds for Jeff Gordon. Right side tires only. No adjustments for Terry Labonte. A track bar adjustment. Their car a little bit loose as now Andy Hillenberg goes by. Not under power on pit road. Now several cars that were in the pits elected to come immediately out. They didn't get any service when that caution flag came out. Rusty Wallace was one of those. I noticed just zipped right back onto the racetrack. But caution is on the speedway. And we are going to assume that it is for Dick Trickle's spin off turn number four up there getting into the pits. Now I'll tell you what we might have just seen by the time these pit stops all play out is we might have seen a great call on the part of Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte's teams. They were already slowed down on pit road when the caution came out. They were able to make their stops and come back out on the speedway across the start finish line before the leader got back around. So they finished their service. Everybody else is going to come in now and make their pit stop. And so Gordon and Labonte are going to end up in the top two spots after everything cycles around while everybody else is going to have to come down pit road and get their service. So what could have been a bad break is actually not a bad break for them because of the size of this track, how long it takes to uh, make a, a lap under the green flag, and also the fact that their crews did some good speedy work for them, and they stuck with the plan once they committed to pit road. Yeah, they got them on pit road, made the service, sent them back onto the racetrack. Marty Snyder, do you have anybody pitting up in your area? area? Well, Jeff Gordon and those guys did come in, and the reason that Mike Skinner and Dale Jarrett did not come in, remember they both fell back early in the race. They drafted up well together. They decided they were going to pit together. They made that deal early on, and they made that deal also with Jimmy Spencer. That's why those three guys who were in the lead pack decided not to come with Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte. Now, what we'll need to follow up on after the stops is who got two tires and who got four, because I do suspect we'll see an awful lot of two-tire stops throughout the course of the race today, and we'll get our pit reporters to follow up on that when the round of pit stops is completed. First, though, the field is going to come off turn four, and the pit road will be open, and we will see a mash rush down to stalls. Some of that strategy that may play itself out this afternoon could lead a team to win the First Union Pit Strategy Award. $500 to the Winston Cup Racing Wives Auxiliary from First Union. On behalf of the team of the most impressive pit strategy in today's race, if you need help with your personal financial strategy, visit your local First Union office or call 800-413-7898. Here comes uh, all the cars that did not pit a moment ago. Now into the pit area. Quickly, let's go up to Marty Snyder. Jimmy Spencer is in. They're going to do right side tires only. Two tires on also for Sterling Marlin. Mike Skinner is also in. He's going to make a four-tire stop on Mike Skinner's stop. Now down to Winston Kelly. Four tires for Dale Jarrett. Dale Earnhardt in front of him. They're just going to the right side right now. A two-tire stop for Bobby Devaney. It's going to be four for Mark Martin and Jeff Burton behind him. Steve Grissom, Rusty Wallace, who came back around. They're up on the right side of that car. It is four for Earnhardt. Ricky Rudd on pit road along with the John Deere colors of Chad Little. Mike Skinner also on pit road. A four-tire stop for him. Jim Phillips. In front of me, we've got Johnny Benson. We've got Bobby Hamilton getting service. They're doing four tires. Well, the Benson car is doing two, but they're waiting the gasoline goes in. Also, Michael Waltrip having a good run today. He's been in for the pits. Also, we've had uh, further down the pit lane, Bill Elliott, John Andretti, all have been in for service on this end of the pit lane on lap 53. Now, the cars that did pit on this round and go back onto the racetrack, Bobby Labonte's team beats everybody back out. Jimmy Spencer came out right behind him. It looked like the third car off pit road in this segment of stops will be Mike Skinner, followed by Dale Jarrett and Michael Walter. We'll set the entire running order for you after this round of pit stops in, in, in a minute when we come back. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second-guess your tools. That's why Procore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. 
With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Back at Talladega, we worked the first caution of the Winston 500 after Dick Trickle got spun off of turn four. Looked like slowing to come to pit road. Uh, maybe a little bouncing around in traffic there as some cars began breaking off to the pit lane. He has continued. Everybody is fine, and we're just about set to go back racing. Live coverage of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series Winston 500 from Talladega Super Speedway on Motor Racing Network. Glad that you've joined us today. We are under the first caution of the race. I'm Alan Bestwick along with Barney Hall. Joe Moore, Dave Moody, and Eli Gold are out in the corners for us today. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder are in the pit and garage areas. Jeff Gordon is back on top of the race after leaning from lap 13 to 51. Gave it up for a pit stop. Now after a fortunate cycle of events for him, he is back in the top spot as we get the signal one more lap. Lap, and we'll go back green flag racing. Well, we thought Robert Presley was going behind the wall. They had a little problem on their car. Now Robert comes back onto the speedway and will join the tail end of the field here. Let's get an update down there on pit road. Actually, Barney, uh, he was out of gas, out of gasoline. So uh, Robert Presley, they put the starting fluid uh, to it, put some gasoline in it, and he fired her up, and she's on the way. So everybody now has made a pit stop. They've got a tank of Unical fuel back on the speedway, and in some cases, four-tire changes, and in some cases, a two-tire change. And uh, I don't think tires really make that much difference here at Talladega, Allen. Not no. really, if you can stay up in the lead draft. But it is worth noting that many of the teams did only take two. Most of the crew chiefs that I spoke with this morning suggested to me that a likely strategy would be right sides on the first stop. This is a three-pit stop race. Right sides on the first stop lefts or four on the second stop and then rights or fuel only on the last stop so we'll see what kind of a pattern that uh, sticks to throughout the afternoon in fact let's make a quick swing now as we're about a half a lap away from the restart down through pit road and just check up on some of the leaders Winston Kelly I believe you had Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte's pits what did they do well they were down there right in front of between Marty Snyder and myself they got two tires on their stop Bobby Labonte with just two tires the rest of the drivers here in the middle section of pit road four including martin mayfield came in got two back in and got two more jeff burton with four along with steve grissom rusty wallace chad little brett Bodine, ricky rudd dale earnhardt and dale jarrett all getting four tires this first time around only bobby labani with two uh jim phillips how about your end kenny schrader needs to make up some track position so he got two tires and we had Bill Elliott with four. Ernie Irvin did two. He came back and did two more. Four. John Andretti did four. Ward Burton, two tires. Uh, Michael Waltrip having a good run today, four tires. Johnny Benson, two. Bobby Hamilton, four tires. Uh, Wally Dollar back with two. That's the way we have it on this end. Marty Snyder. Jimmy Spencer made a two-tire stop. He came out sixth. The great stop was Mike Skinner's team. They made a four-tire stop. They came out seventh. Also taking four tires with Sterling Marlin, who is now 11th on the racetrack. And uh, Buckshot Jones also took four tires on his pit stop. 
Later today, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series out on the road course at Sears Point Raceway near San Francisco. You can hear the Craig and Exide 151 on many of these same stations at 4.45 Eastern Time this afternoon. Field getting ready to go back to green flag racing. Only three cars are down on the inside, a lap down as they get ready to come down to the line. The leader is Jeff Gordon, Terry Labonte, Ward Burton, Wally Dolan back, and Bobby Labonte will make up the top five. Green flag goes in the air as they come up through the gearbox, get those restrictor plate engines wound out and take it down to turn number one. Don't see anybody pulling out to make a move as they hit the corner in turn one. Jeff Gordon leads the way as they climb the banking in turn number one. Terry Labonte just behind him, then Ward Burton and Wally Dolan back. All those cars breaking free of the lap cars working the inside lane of the track. Here comes Gordon now coming up to speed, exiting turn two as they head down the back straightaway. Leaders remain fi- single file down the back. Shoot the lead car in the lap down line. Billy Standridge giving plenty of room on the inside. Takes it halfway down to the grass. Leaders single file all the way down the back straightaway into turn three. Gordon, Terry Labonte, then Ward Burton, Wally Dallenbach, Bobby Labonte, Jimmy Spencer next in line. And you've got Mike Skinner working a half groove higher. Then a good move finds Dale Jarrett working around the Billy Standridge machine. He'll join that front group of machines. They work off turn four. Leaders will come to the start finish line. Headed by Jeff Gordon. Let's set the front of the field for you. Gordon, Terry Labonte, Ward Burton, Wally Dowling back, and Bobby Labonte in the first five. Then Jimmy Spencer, Mike Skinner, Dale Jarrett, Michael Waltrip, and I believe it's Steve Park who runs right now in 10th. All those cars running single file, working the inside line as they come through turn one, now entering turn number two, and now heading down the back straight away. Those cars that were battling to get back on the lead lap have now settled back from 20th on back. One car ducking down out of line. It's the Jeremy Mayfield automobile. He'll make the move to the inside of Dale Earnhardt. It's Mayfield on the inside. Earnhardt on the outside. Jeff Burton down low. will go with Mayfield. They'll scramble off the corner. Ernie Irvin just ahead there as well. He picked up a couple of spots off a nice daring move coming off the corner. But here they exit turn number four. This time by Mayfield stays there to the inside of Dale Earnhardt waiting and watching as Irvin to see where he's going to go. And very quickly they break up into two packs in the lead draft as they work their way across the line and back into turn number one. There's about 18 cars up in that lead draft as Jeff Gordon takes them back to the corner back about 12th position we see a car pulling down to the inside all by himself one of those jimmy spencer works the inside line he was trying to challenge dale jarrett for the seventh position instead the line filed behind jarrett and now spencer finds himself going backwards on the back straightaway mike skinner now ducks it down to the inside he's going to make the challenge on bobby labonte dale jarrett goes with him now everybody to the inside line is down low it's on the inside below, Chevrolet and Mike Skinner moving up. It is Skinner with Dale Jarrett, Michael Waltrip next in line, all working down low. Steve Park goes there as well. They'll all bypass Bobby Labonte, who tries to gamely hang on to the outside off turn four. Well, Bobby gets shuffled to the outside. Now here's a challenge for third. Wally Dallin back trying to find some running room underneath Ward Burton. Mike Skinner breaks out three wide here. Now Dallin back falls up behind Ward Burton, and it's double wide for fourth. Skinner makes the move down to the inside of the track. Is Chevrolet hooked up well, but here comes comes Dallenbach, again charging to the high side of the track in the Budweiser Chevy. And Dale Jarrett's Ford, he might even think of making it three wide off turn two. The Fords go to the bottom of the racetrack. It's Mike Skinner leading the charge. Right behind him, Dale Jarrett. Then on the outside, it's Wally Dallenbach. Right behind him, Bobby Labonte, who changes lanes, dives to the inside. He'll move up a spot with a great move on the back straightaway. Everybody's staying down low now, working off the corner as Skinner is caught by Labonte. The downstairs is working. Jarrett is there. Dallenbach caught high. Michael Walt is there. Earnhardt stays down low. That's the running order off the turn. Don't know why it has been this way this afternoon here at Talladega because many times the inside groove will be just as quick and sometimes faster than the outside line, but in the early part, before we made that first round of pit stops, 
the teams that were lined up on the outside of the racetrack were the quick ones, Joe, and now it seems to be the inside groove is faster. Working on the inside here in front of me in turn two, Ward Burton steps down to the lower lane. He'll pick up the second spot as Terry Labonte gets shuffled out. Here's Mike Skinner now going to third. Skinner on the move following the pit stop, and again, the inside line is the place to be. It's Skinner on the inside of Bobby Labonte. Dale Jarrett will go down low with him. Right behind Jarrett is Michael Waltrip. But Skinner may not get all the help he wants. Terry Labonte bypasses him to the high side. Here now comes Bobby Labonte trying to close in. So Terry is there. Bobby tries to cover the spot. Now others go to the inside trying to join Skinner right there. Here comes a Waltrip Spencer draft to the front. Diving all the way to the bottom of the trioval as they arc around the left-hand corner to the start-finish line. Waltrip and Spencer racing now. Wally Dallin back for about the sixth and seventh spot. All this behind Gordon and Ward Burton. Those two cars nose to tail. Everybody else in the entire field stacked up double wide. Racing off the corner. Here's Mike Skinner diving down to the inside of Ward Burton, going for the second spot off turn two. They are dead even off two to the back straightaway. Drag racing as they fan out two and three wide now behind Gordon. Ward Burton goes to second. Skinner on the inside. Sticks a wheel to the inside of Terry Labonte as they joust into the banking. But Skinner may not be able to do it by himself because Terry Labonte hangs on to third. Bobby Labonte grabs fourth. Here comes Jarrett, though. Jarrett and Spencer and the rest all tighten in right behind Skinner again. It's two by two by two from fourth place on back. Ward Burton had really been trying to hang on to Jeff Gordon's bumper. They could have put a sheet of paper between them a moment ago, and that's where he wanted to stay. He got shook out of that draft, and now the outside seems to be the quick one. They go after Gordon in turn one. Ward's got other problems now. They're ganging up on him. Matter of fact, Terry Labonte's going to make it three wide. He goes way up the banking in turn number two. He'll go by Jeff Gordon. Terry Labonte momentarily in the lead, but down low is Ward Burton taking charge. Moments ago, he was the leader. Jeff Gordon now. All he can do to hang on to third, maybe fourth place. It's Terry Labonte. Ward Burton side by side. Burton down the back straightaway takes it. Here's Skinner to the bottom of the racetrack for second. Skinner's got a good run on him right now. He's going to grab the second spot. Here comes drafting help from behind and the person of Dale Jarrett. So Terry Labonte and Gordon and the rest are being shunted backwards off the high side. Ward Burton is the leader off turn four. Seventh different driver to lead the Winston 500. We're not even at halfway yet. Ward Burton leading Mike Skinner and Dale Jarrett. Double wide from fourth spot on back at lap number six. 64. We've just passed 200 miles in the Winston 500 at Talladega, a race featuring thus far only a single caution flag. We're at lap 77 now, and there are 37 of the 43 starters in the race in the lead draft. I don't just mean on the lead lap, I mean in the lead draft. A big pack of cars storming off turn four down into the trioval, headed by Mike Skinner. Skinner's had a good run here today, and he and Earnhardt locked up, if you remember, back in Daytona in February for the 500 and really stayed at the front of the field all day long. They've worked good together today, and for the moment, Mike Skinner is probably enjoying the year more than he has in a long, long time, Joe Moore. He's doing a great job here this afternoon, working the high side of the banking as they approach the slower car of Jeff Bodine. Front nine cars, single file, nose to tail, headed down the back straightaway. Jeff Bodine looks in the rearview mirror and takes it all the way to the grass on the back chute as here they come two and three wide thundering down the back straightaway the two wide battle begins back with john andretti and jeremy mayfield they work now on the low side of the racetrack with dick trickle working to the high side there you've got hamilton alongside lepage steve park and then jeff gordon all patiently working their way to the front field comes to the start finish line they will complete lap number 79 of 188 the race got under the way just a little bit after 1 o'clock Eastern time. With uh, In the early laps, the first two drivers who led the race getting shuffled well back in traffic quickly. Ken Schrader, the pole sitter, 
was 21st when they completed lap one. Dale Jarrett led laps one and lap two. And then he was back 13th when they came around to lap three. But everybody sorted things out and began exchanging the top spots several times. It was after Schrader and Jarrett, Mike Skinner leading, then Bobby Labonte, then Jeff Gordon went out in front, and he paced much of the early going. Then just as he and Terry Labonte came to pit road for a green flag stop, Dick Trickle got turned around off turn four and spun, didn't hit anything, and has continued, but it brought out the caution and brought all the rest of the field to pit road for an initial round of green flag stops. After the restart from those stops, it was Gordon. Gordon, then Ward Burton, Dale Earnhardt, Sterling Marlin, and now Mike Skinner, who have taken turns at the front of the pack. Only one car in the garage at this point. Kenny Irwin dropped a valve on his machine back at lap 30. He is retired from the race. And of the 43 starters, right now 37 of them are on the lead lap and in the lead draft. This mid-race update brought to you by Chase Authentics, the authentic trackside apparel of NASCAR. Want to know what Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Rusty Wallace, Terry Labonte, and Dale Jarrett have in common? It's Chase Authentics casual wear, the trackside apparel that the drivers wear. Get in the chase at trackside, department stores, and NASCAR specialty stores. Tell you who's running where they would rather not be at the moment up in front of Eli Gold, and that would be the current Winston Cup points leader, Jeff Gordon. He'd like to get out of that pack, Eli. He's found himself right in the middle of that traffic. Of course, he's doing better now than he was earlier. He has some breathing room running in and around Mark Martin and Rusty Wallace, but he was way back in 24th before, and at least now, at least the middle of that pack of traffic as it passes you guys in the tower has loosened up just a little bit. Yeah, Gordon is running in 20th now with Mark Martin 19th. In fact, they're side-by-side for that spot in two. Not for long. Gordon picks off the 19th position, diving to the inside of Mark Martin. They've got their own private battle here in this race. Martin looks at coming back on him off turn two. Martin tucks it in on his back bumper. Won't make the challenge this time, so it's Gordon, then Martin. Rusty Wallace and Joe Nemechek down to the inside. Right behind them, it's Chad Little making the move on Kenny Schrader. Chad Little tries to make a move stick right now. It's not going to pay off for him as they work down on the low side of the racetrack. Schrader comes battling back. Basically single file all the way back towards the rear of the field. I think everybody's breathing for the first time in the last little while. Now the field's kind of sorted itself out just a little bit right now. Sterling Marlin's on the tail end of that eight-pack of cars that works his way back into turn number one. Remember, he got up there a moment ago and really gave everybody a th- He's trying to get up there again, and this time he's got a little drafting help from behind over in turn two. Kenny Wallace pulls right up behind Sterling Marlin to give him a little push off the corner. Ernie Irvin, Ricky Rudd, and Jeremy Mayfield also in that pack on the back stretch. Leaders keeping it single file down the back straightaway. Mike Skinner inches ahead of Dale Jarrett, then Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Labonte, and Ward Burton single file into turn number three. Meanwhile, back at 18th position, Jeff Gordon has now caught Kevin LePage. He's got Kyle Petty just ahead of him. He'll be setting sights there to try and pick up two more spots. Nearer to the front, Sterling Marlin not patient to stay in line. It's going to cost him this time. He'll lose five spots. Jimmy Spencer got a run up to his outside off turn four. Kenny Wallace will go by. Here comes Ernie Irvin, Ricky Rudd, Jeremy Mayfield all by Sterling Marlin. Let's set the field for you. We're just past 200 miles. Mike Skinner is the leader. Dale Jarrett is second. Dale Earnhardt third. Bobby Labonte fourth and Ward Burton fifth. Wally Dallenbeck is sixth. Jimmy Spencer seventh. Kenny Wallace eighth. Ernie Irvin ninth. And Ricky Rudd is tenth. 11th is Sterling Marlin, Jeremy Mayfield is 12th, John Andretti 13th, Steve Park 14th, and Dick Trickle 15th. 16th is Bobby Hamilton, Kyle Petty is 17th, Kevin LePage 18th, Jeff Gordon 19th, and Mark Martin runs in 20th spot. 21st is Rusty Wallace, Joni Macek is 22nd, Ken Schrader is 23rd, Chad Little 24th, and Jeff Green 25th. 26th is Johnny Benson, Buckshot Jones is 27th. 
28th is Michael Waltrip. Derek Cope is 29th. And Ted Musgrave is 30th. Dave Marcus is 31st. Brett Bodine, 32nd. Terry Labonte all the way back to 33rd spot with Jerry Nadeau, 34th. Jeff Burton, 35th, Bill Elliott, 36th, and Steve Grissom, the last car in the lead draft. And on the lead lap, he is in 37th spot. A lap down is Andy Hillenberg in 38th. Darrell Waltrip is a lap down in 39th. Robert Presley, two laps down in 40th. Jeff Bodine, three laps down in 41st. Billy Standridge, three laps down in 42nd. Kenny Irwin is in the garage. He will finish the afternoon in 43rd position. And we are exactly 10 laps away from the halfway point. And at that time, the Gatorade folks will pay the front runner award of $10,000 to whoever leads at the halfway point. The leader is Mike Skinner, Dale Jarrett, Dale Earnhardt, your top three. Mike Skinner leads the Winston 500 at Talladega. It's been an exciting event throughout the afternoon. 14 lead changes among now 5, 10, 11 different drivers. Been some great action at the front. The leaders overtaking Ernie Irvin's car, who has had a brake problem since a caution just a little while ago. Now contact between Marlin and Ernie Irvin. Irvin spins in the middle of the field into turn one. Backs up against the outside retaining wall. Car spinning to the inside. Dale Earnhardt. Other cars collected now right in the middle of the racetrack. It appears to be Ernie Irvin, who was hit by Mark Martin, one of the championship contenders. Michael Waldrop involved here. He spins in turn number two. Drops to the inside of the track. Johnny Benson's got damage from this crash. He makes his way down the back straightaway. Also, Dick Trickle involved here in turn two. Hard crash in turn number one has brought out the yellow flag at lap 135. You could almost see that one coming as Sterling Marlin just made a little contact, and that's all it took. Quickly back to Joe Moore. It knocked Ernie Irvin up into the outside retaining wall, Barney, right at the entrance of turn number two when he glanced off the wall, rear end first. He bounced him back down into the path of oncoming traffic, and one of the first of those was Mark Martin. Martin has tremendous damage to his Ford. He's limping down the back straightaway, and the melee then captured other cars coming into the scene. Dick Trickle, Johnny Benson, other cars still sitting on the inside of the track in turn two, including Michael Waltrip and others involved here in turn two. Multi-car crash in turn number two. By the way, Jeff Gordon beat Mike Skinner back to the yellow flag. Gordon is back on the lead lap. We see damage to Wally Dallenbach's machine. He comes to pit road. The hood is all pushed up on the Kevin LePage car, but the concern at the moment for Ernie Irvin, whose car took a tremendous blow when it came back off the wall across the racetrack in the middle of turns one and two. Irvin, we just mentioned, was being overtaken by the race leaders when he and Sterling Marlin made contact going off into turn one, and Irvin's car set about wiggling, and he could not save it. It went up the racetrack, and the wreck was on from there, and we see the caution flag for the third time in the race at lap number 136. Let's go back to turn two and Joe Moore. Ernie Irvin's car still sitting on the inside of the racetrack, uh, Alan, uh, just at the entrance of turn number two. Safety personnel have come to uh, take care of him there. There's one other car up against the wall, it appears to be maybe Buckshot Jones, maybe Ward Burton. Hard to tell from here. I can just tell it's a it's a silver top to that particular car. Everybody else has been able to drive away with the exception of Dick Trickle. He still sits on the apron of the racetrack at the exit of turn number two. But again, the uh, most concern here for Ernie Irvin's condition and again, safety personnel surrounding his car at this time. Ernie's car bounced off the outside wall and came back down across the banking of the racetrack and was collected by another car that really slammed him into the side and shoved the car around about four or five times and it did come to rest at the apron of the racetrack as Joe said the safety crews are there immediately but it all started between Ernie Irvin and Sterling Marlin going off into the corner here come the leaders to the opening of pit road and they will make stops here at lap number 137 
So Mike Skinner, the leader, followed by Dale Jarrett and others coming in. Let's go first to Winston Kelly. Well, Dale Jarrett comes to rest in front of his crew. The crew going to work on the right side of the car. Here comes Bobby Labonte in the heavily damaged car of Mark Martin. The back end of the car is just sitting down on the tires. Looks like they've got a little bit of an axle problem. They're having to lift the car up. A lot of damage to the rear end of Mark Martin's car. He's rolled a little bit past his pit stall, so a lot of damage to the championship contender. Jeremy Mayfield, two tires, the first, down and away. Now to Jim Phillips. Also in on this end, uh, Joe Dimacek is in. Kevin LePage, a lot of damage to the front of his car. Wally Dallenbach continues to sit on the pit lane. Michael Walter presented a couple of laps ago with lots of damage to his sit-go forward, having uh, one of his best runs of the year. And farther down the pit lane, Kenny Schrader is back in now. He's trying to get more work done to his Chevrolet as Mark Martin turns to go behind the wall. Marty Snyder. Two right side tires for Jimmy Spencer, a 16.7 second stop. Four tires for Mike Skinner, who almost made contact with Jeff Gordon when he left pit road. Four tires also for Jeff Gordon. Pit stops out of the caution flag, lap 137 after a multi-car accident up in turns one and two has slowed the Winston 500. A number of cars have gone behind the wall after being involved in an accident here at lap 136. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Well, one of them is Mark Martin. Mark Martin has begun helping with the repairs on the car. Said he'd just like a minute to gather his thoughts. Now he's going to step into the, the uh, restroom and get a glass of water as well. Heavy damage to the rear of the car. You can hear in the background the crew working on the rear deck lid of the car. The rear bumper section has been pushed in up underneath where the spoiler is. The right side of the car from the tire all the way back where the Valvoline part is. The first half of that word has been ripped apart. We can see the L-I-N-E on the back, but the V-A-L-O has been ripped away. We can see into the side of the trunk area, so a lot of damage for the championship contender. They will get him back out there. He'll make some laps, but he'll lose a ton of points. And just like that, things take a turn. Jeff Gordon was caught a lap down by a caution flag earlier. He's fighting to get back on the lead lap, while Mark Martin appears to have been the recipient of the good fortune and suddenly the multi-car accident, and Mark is in the garage area, and Gordon is back on the lead lap. We said at the top of our broadcast, unexpected twists can happen as far as championship standings are concerned, and they have unfolded here in recent moments at Talladega. Take a break. Come back in just a minute. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. At the Talladega Super Speedway, we are under the caution flag after a multi-car accident down in turns one and two involving a number of cars. Ernie Irvin's car bumped by Sterling Marlins to trigger the accident. Then he was collected heavily by uh, cars, uh, I believe it was Dick Trickle's car who made the heavy contact with Irvin's. Others involved in the big jam-up. Mark Martin, Johnny Benson, Michael Waltrip, Wally Dallenbach, Ward Burton... And uh, probably, uh, well, we see Kevin LePage here. He's also getting uh, repairs made. So a number of cars involved in the damage that have uh, put us under the caution flag. They are still working around Ernie Irvin's car over in turn number two. The safety workers still surrounding the machine. And we'll get uh, whatever further report we can get, obviously, as soon as it's possible to do so. I think John Andretti got a chunk of that also. And some of those cars will be able to continue others will not that's the one we waited for all day long hoped it would not happen and it happened just a moment ago going off into turn number one and luckily alan there was quite a few cars very close did some great evasive driving to keep from getting a piece of that just the spotters right there i'm sure really saved some rear end so to speak saying go high go low wherever and a lot of guys come out of that with a race car in one piece unfortunately mark martin who is very much in the thick of the hunt for the winston cup championship 
is sitting behind the wall as they're trying to make repairs to his car. And we'll keep you updated there as they progress to get him back into the race. Right now, while we are under the caution flag, let's uh, take a minute and have our NASCAR 50th anniversary flashback for the day. Our NASCAR Classic Finish, sponsored by Parts Plus Auto Parts Stores and Car Care Centers. Not just parts, Parts Plus. Parts Plus, proud to be an associate sponsor of Exide Racing, Jeff Burton, and the number 99 Ford Taurus. It offers many of NASCAR's officially licensed products. Not something you get at just any parts store. So stop by your local Parts Plus Auto Parts Store or Car Care Center. Not just parts. Parts Plus. Well, with Mark Martin's car behind the wall right now, they are showing him back in 30th position. They are making repairs as much as they possibly can to get him back onto the speedway here and salvage uh, the best finish they possibly can for him this afternoon. We're looking to see where uh, Jeff Gordon is running. He is being shown in ninth position. And if Mark is unable to get that car back out there, it won't totally eliminate, I don't guess, uh, mathematically his chances to win the championship, but it'll certainly put a big, big dent in it. Other side of the coin is we have a lot of time left to go in this race, and uh, anything can happen throughout the afternoon. Let's go down to the garage and catch up with some more of what happened in this, uh, or some more of the drivers involved in what happened here that has slowed the race. Winston Kelly. Well, Johnny Benson, one of those drivers, got a couple of Roush cars facing each other. Johnny, where were you in all that, and could you tell what happened? I was about the fourth or fifth car in it, I think. It was, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, somebody spun, and then I thought I was going to make it through, went down the apron, started sliding, and still thought it would be pretty good. Then the three and the 21 come down, and, you know, they had nowhere to go, and then I backed into one of them and hit the front a little bit, but uh, I don't know. It was a big mess. thought we were going to make it through today without it happening. Well, it was a big mess. A lot of damage to the Cheerios Ford. The damage not as significant on this Ford as it is on Mark Martins. It's concentrated on the right rear of the car. The sheet metal's pushed in, and the rear bumper section pushed in a little bit up underneath the spoiler section, but it hasn't been ripped away, as is, is the case with Mark Martins Ford. Some of those cars that did receive damage have been on and off pit road as they continue to work to try and get the sheet metal back in as straight a line as they can to get the aerodynamics good on the car. One of those uh, has been John Andretti's car. He's been in and out. Earnhardt has been on pit road a couple of times. We're looking at the front of Dale's car. Let's see a little bit of a tape up there. Uh, Earnhardt came out of that one in pretty good shape. The other car, uh, Michael Waltrip, when he came by, didn't see too much damage to his car, not really. Uh, here he comes now off of uh, Pit Road, and we'll see if we can uh, get a look there. Nothing on the right side, so if it's there, it's on the left side. In fact, let's uh, get an update from Jim Phillips. That's exactly where it is, Alan. It's, uh, basically, he's got a big dent right behind the, where the door would be, and one of the big problems he had is that it, the exhaust system was collapsed, had no opening, so they had to uh, come in and take part of the exhaust system uh, off of the Michael Waltrip car. Uh, John Andretti's, most of his damage was around, uh, centered around the left side headlight door where the headlight would be uh, on your passenger car. They've got that closed off, and he's been back on the speedway. Joe Nemechek got also got uh, a piece of that action, and they've been in and had extensive uh, work on his car. The Ward Burton car has not made it back around to the pit area. His car has been loaded up onto a rollback. He tried to drive it back in, but wasn't able to make it all the way around, so they've had to take his car to the garage. Now, after the pit stops by the leaders, a couple of them have made extra stops. Terry Labonte's been in a couple of times. Jimmy Spencer's been in a couple of times. We'll try and catch up on a little bit of that in just a moment. Alan, we've uh, caught up with Dick Trickle, who was in the, the middle of that, who went to the infield care center. Dick, now out of the infield care center. Dick, what happened? Well, we were a victim of circumstances. You know, uh, at this track, the speedways... When a couple guys get in trouble, you know, it's a chain reaction deal. And, you know, there's a 
10 victims, in, uh, which we were one of them with the Heilig Myers Ford. You know, everything was going good. We were running a smooth race. Everybody stayed in line. Everybody seemed to be uh, sensible because we've got to run Daytona next year but or next week. But I don't know. It's, it's just normal at these speedways. If there's a wreck, you know, if you ain't ahead of it, you're into it. And we're just the unlucky ones this time. We'll, we'll take it. Get it fixed. Uh, I hate it for the guys because we're hoping to run this car at Daytona next week, so we'll have to go to our alternate car. You know, we had a great car. You know, we didn't qualify well, but it would race. I mean, we, we got marched up with the best of them, you know, got in the top ten, and um, just a great car. Dick Trickle, uh, okay, and out of the infield care center. They have taken Ernie Irvin from his car. The safety workers have put him into an ambulance and taken him to the infield care center. We will get an update as soon as one is available. Right now, under the caution flag, the leader is Derek Cope. With Mike Skinner second, Dale Jarrett third, Jeremy Mayfield fourth, and Bobby Labonte fifth. The rest of the top ten, Chad Little, Jeff Burton, Jeff Gordon, Brett Bodine, and Terry Labonte with 47 laps to go. Back at Talladega as the field comes to the stripe and gets the signal in one more lap. We'll go back green flag racing. Let's go to the garage. Ward Burton surveying the damage of the MBNA Pontiac, which is actually not too bad. What happened, Ward? Little light to me, the 36 car lost it. Uh, his car looked really unstable all day to me. I was just didn't look good. Um, slowed down. John Andretti just did not see it. Wasn't paying attention. Run slap over top of him. Ford obviously uh, a little bit upset. The uh, damage is not uh, too terrible bad. They'll get him back in the race, but uh, it's going to be a little while before they do that. So an awful lot of damaged equipment. Quite a few of the guys that were involved in it, as we said, are in the garage area. A few more with damaged race cars are out on the speedway. But out of the event right now are Ernie Irvin, Dick Trickle's machine out, Ward Burton, and Kevin LePage, some of the cars that are behind the wall. Let's go back downstairs. Well, one of the cars involved in the accident that had been running strong all day long, one of the Winston Noble 5 contenders, Dale Earnhardt. Some cosmetic damage to the front of the car. They've taped that up. May hurt the aerodynamics a little bit, but not significantly. But underneath the rear spoiler area, that bumper has been pushed back in. That could affect the handling on the Goodrich Chevy that's been running so good today. So as we get about a half a lap away from the restart, let's set the front of the field for you. Derek Cope leads. Mike Skinner is second. Dale Jarrett is third. Jeremy Mayfield is fourth. And Bobby Labonte is fifth. Chad Little is sixth. Jeff Burton, seventh. Jeff Gordon, eighth. Brett Bodine, ninth. And Terry Labonte, tenth. Alan, uh, real quick, let's get Ryan Pemberton, who has just come from the infield care center. Ryan, uh, how, how's Ernie right now? So, uh, you know, like I said, he did acknowledge Kim, and uh, he was talking. And I haven't heard anything firsthand, but uh, I believe uh, mostly precautionary uh, reasons. So he's so basically he's okay. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know anything more than he. They said he was talking. I, I don't know any more than that. Ryan Pemberton, the crew chief for uh, Ernie Irvin, and uh, Ernie uh, was talking and he recognized his wife Kim. So being airlifted to a local hospital right now. That is the only report we have at this point. As soon as we get anything else, we'll pass it along to you. But that is good news that he is conscious and talking and does recognize his wife. He took a pretty good shot down there, bouncing Boy. off the wall and coming back across the racetrack. Big one. And, uh, again, further updates that we get on Ernie, we will pass along to you. But uh, he has been just airlifted out of the racetrack and taken uh, to, we assume, the hospital in Birmingham that uh, they normally uh, transport people to from here for uh, further tests and uh, observation and so on. All right, time to go racing. Pace car on pit road, 45 laps to go now. Derek Cope is the leader as they come to the green flag. Derek Cope will be the leader. Mike Skinner sits in the number two position, followed by Dale Jarrett third, Jeremy Mayfield fourth, and Bobby Labonte fifth. They're looking for the green flag about three or 400 feet away from the start-finish line. It goes in the air. Cope in that outside groove comes up through the gearbox, punches that restrictor plate engine, and tries to pull away. 
won't be able to go anywhere because everybody's going to stick right with him in turn one. Got Ricky Rudd there. Those uh, first of those cars a lap down, trying to get back on the lead lap, and he stays right up alongside Derek Cope. Matter of fact, Ricky gets a little better run than Cope does off turn number two. Gets a nose of his Ford out in front of Cope's Pontiac. Get even is the way they race off turn two. Cope now beginning to flex a little bit of muscle down the back straightaway. Sticks a fender on the gum out Pontiac into the wind, and he will take the top spot down the back to Mike Skinner literally bump drafting him into turn three. Skinner now diving to the bottom. Watch the lead in a hurry. It's a Pontiac ahead of a Chevrolet and a Ford for at least the moment because here comes Skinner now. He'll throw the bow tie brigade out in front. Uses the low side of the racetrack. Skinner reassumes the lead. Gives the lift to Dale Jarrett. Here comes Jeremy Mayfield. Pope may end up in fourth. Come to the start-finish line as Mike Skinner is out in front. Little contact between Mayfield and Derek Cope, but everybody gets away okay. Cope falling in line fourth behind Mayfield, behind Jarrett, and Mike Skinner. It is a three-car breakaway as they climb the banking of turn number one. Up to full song now from the third spot on back, though. Stacked up double wide. Some of those cars not on the lead lap. Derek Cope sits just in front of Ricky Rudd. Further back, Dale Earnhardt makes a move down to the inside of Michael Waltrip. Caution on the speedway. Debris on the racetrack right now. Caution will come onto the speedway, and this will be the fourth time this afternoon. It will be displayed to them at lap 146. Party, it was Steve Grissom's car. Steve Grissom came off turn number four, apparently lost the power plant, and sent all sorts of debris flying as he came off the corner. Much of it ended up in the grass of the trioval area, but the yellow's out for that reason. And here come the leaders racing back through where some of that debris is, back to the caution flag. It'll be Mike Skinner are holding off those who are trying to get back on the lead lap. He will hold those off and uh, manage to uh, keep people like Ricky Rudd in behind him. And we see the yellow flag for the fourth time in the race at lap number 146. So Steve Grissom had been having a solid run all afternoon, and now he will fall by the wayside, apparently, becoming what would be the uh, seventh or eighth car to go back to the garage, pending the status of a couple of those who were involved in the crash a couple of minutes ago and whether they are able to continue or not. Ward Burton's car, we just noticed about the time that caution came out, did come from behind the wall and has gone back onto the racetrack, so Ward would be one of those that uh, suffered some damage that will be able to continue here and salvage some sort of a finish. Caution again coming out at lap 146. Tough break for Steve Grissom. He had a good run going here this afternoon. We're just quickly looking up through the top 15. There are a lot of guys who started far back in the pack and some that didn't start so far back there is going to have a good finish if they can stay out of problems here the rest of the afternoon. Notably, Dave Marcus has been up in the top <laughs> 10. Great run for Dave here this afternoon. He stayed out of trouble. And so has Brett Bodine. Brett started 16th. He currently is running in 12th position. So Chad Little... Uh, could have a good finish, too. And Derek Cope, who Lord knows needs one after the year they've had. They've had more than their share of trouble. Yeah, and for Dave Marcus, uh, a, a more notable accomplishment, even when you consider that they lost the left front fender on the machine uh, when they had a, a ran over some debris from uh, Kenny Wallace's blown engine and cut down a tire a little while ago. So for them to be even on the lead lap at this point, tip of the cap to Marcus and the Realtree crew. Looks like work continues on Mark Martin's car. Back behind the wall, Mark is out and walking around the machine, having a look around. We'll hope to get a word with him in just a minute. Mark behind the wall and uh, getting um, his championship hopes on the day, roughed up just a little bit after being caught up in the accident here a little while ago at lap number 136. Not been a good day. Uh, Well, it has been a good day because Mark was able to run up there pretty well and was in great shape for a while. But uh, as we said when we first came on the air this afternoon, this is an unpredictable racetrack. A lot of Winston Cup tracks are, but certainly here at Talladega, the kind of speeds they run with 18, 20, and 30-car drafts on occasion. If somebody makes a mistake, 
as we said earlier, you don't just, the guy that makes the mistakes, not the only one that will pay a price. A lot of people will, and that's just been the case here a few minutes ago. 147 laps are complete. Cleanup efforts continue here at Talladega. We're under caution in the Winston 500. Field has just gotten the signal, and one more lap. We'll get back under the green flag. That'll give us 39 laps left in the Winston 500. Mark Martin's car behind the wall. Crew continuing to work on it. Winston Kelly is with Mark now. Mark observing the damage after a great run last week. Had a solid one going today. How did it unfold out there, Mark? I don't really know. You know, uh, they got together up there in front of us, and that was just uh, the wreck was on. It's really unfortunate. Uh, It's just the way restrictor plate racing is. You know, you can't use your skill and experience to put you out of harm's way. In uh, other racetracks, if you get caught up in an accident, that's just the way it goes. But here... You know, you're sitting right in. You're a sitting duck the whole day. You're three wide, four wide, and you never get an opportunity to, you know, to stretch it on out. And I just hate it for everything. I hope Ernie's okay. And uh, I'm relieved on one hand because I know that uh, I really just wanted to be able to walk out of here this evening. Looks like I'm going to be able to do that. But I'm also real disappointed because, you know, we had an opportunity to do a lot better than this. And the guys had worked so hard for it. And and it was uh, it was going well. Relief, disappointment, also concern for his fellow competitor Ernie Irvin. Mark just hopes to get back out there, run a few more laps the rest of the day. It is going to put a big crimp in his chances to win the Winston Cup Championship. But as Alan Bestwick said a moment ago, still got a lot of racing left here, and uh, not over yet. So uh, the points that he is going to lose. Jeff could have some problems also. Let's hope nobody else does before the day is over. Getting ready to go back to green. Mike Skinner is your leader. Dale Jarrett lines up second. Jeremy Mayfield's third. Derek Cope is fourth. Chad Little is fifth. Bobby Labonte sixth. Jeff Burton seventh. Michael Waltrip is eighth. Back in ninth is Dave Marcus and Jeff Gordon. Make up your top ten. There are 14 cars on the lead lap, and Dale Earnhardt is the last of those 14 on the lead lap. They come down to the line. Green flag goes in the air. Ricky Rudd will be the first car down on the inside. A lap down. Skinner comes up through the gearbox, gets a jump of about a car length, and that's a big one, uh, the biggest one we've seen this afternoon. Anybody's been able to get on a restart as they take him down to turn one. Dale Jarrett tries to hang with him. Skinner gets away from Ricky Rudd. Here comes Dale Jarrett now racing alongside Ricky Rudd. Jarrett, the second-place man. Rudd, the first of those, trying to get back on the lead lap. So Jarrett now makes his way to the high side of the banking. He'll clear Ricky Rudd further back, Jeremy Mayfield, and Chad Little lined up in the outside lane. Mayfield now pulling up on the outside of the Ricky Rudd car down the back straightaway. Rudd just battling to get back onto the lead circuit. Does not appear he's going to do it this time as into turn number three. He is losing ground on the bottom. Though front machine staying nose to tail, nobody getting out of line. They still come up to speed. Takes them a good lap or so to get up the full song here with restrictor plate racing. Off the corner, still Skinner, Jarrett, Mayfield, Little, and Bobby Labonte. Chad Little having taken the fourth spot away from Derek Cope on the restart. Cope shuffled back behind Bobby Labonte. Actually, they're side by side. Lap traffic three wide all around them now. It is Kyle Petty sliding in between Derek Cope and Bobby Labonte to one. Kyle Petty right in the middle of the racetrack here trying to make something happen coming into turn number two. Still in the middle of the track with Derek Cope diving down low. Bobby Labonte's got it hooked up on the outside lane and it remains three wide off turn two. Bit further back there, three wide once again. Michael Waltrip is in the middle of it. Jeff Gordon for a moment was in the middle of the three-wide sandwich. Thinks better of it. Goes to the outside. He'll follow Jeff Burton as they go to the high side of the three-wide with Kyle Petty in the middle. Kyle's in the middle. Bill Elliott is down low. You've got Michael Waltrip right behind them in the middle of a three-wide battle. The front cars try to pull away and leave all of that other messing around in their rearview mirror. 
Three Fords working on the lone Chevrolet at the front of the field right now in the form of Mike Skinner trying to hold off Dale Jarrett as he works his way down to the line and back into turn number one. Jeremy Mayfield sits back there in third. Chad Little with a great run here this afternoon is fourth. Let's see what inf- unfolds over in turn two. Here they come single file into the corner. Nobody stepping out of line among the front five cars anyway. Here comes uh, Mike Skinner leading the way off off the corner. Dale Jarrett peeks for a moment, gets back in line, headed to three. Leaders running nose to tail down the back straightaway. It's Mike Skinner followed closely by Dale Jarrett, then Jeremy Mayfield, Chad Little, Bobby Labonte. Everybody keeps it single file, nose to tail to the bottom of turn three. Those front five pull away just a little bit. Then right behind them, you've got Jeff Green's car battling side by side with Bobby Hamilton. You've got Ricky Rudd, then a goodly bit back to other cars on the lead lap. As further back now, Earnhardt's going to make it three wide. He dives all the way down underneath Sterling Marlin coming into the trioval, who was underneath Derek Cope. Cope with plenty of racing room up top. Now Marlin falls in behind Earnhardt. They race there door-to-door off into turn one. Earnhardt goes right in the middle of two cars. Bill Elliott on the inside, Jeff Burton on the outside, and Earnhardt has still got it. Right to the middle, he picks off both those positions and leaves Jeff Gordon in his dust. Dale Earnhardt down the back straightaway, gets out of the middle of that three-wide sandwich, breaks it free into clear air on the back bumper of Ricky Rudd. Right behind him, Jeff Burton will follow around the the high side. Right behind him, it's Derek Cope. Meanwhile, let's not forget Jimmy Spencer. He was near the front earlier. He's slowly trying to pick his way through traffic on the high side of the racetrack. Still has plenty of time to get to the front. 36 laps to go. Jimmy doesn't have any damage on that car either. He was 13th when they passed the start finish line last time around. Gets down to the bottom of the racetrack, gets a little clean air, tries to work his way a little closer to the front. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, Mike Skinner is not about to give up that lead. He wants a win here this afternoon. They're back in two. But he can't shake Dale Jarrett. Jarrett is still there, right on his bumper. Jeremy Mayfield just behind him. That's the front three, followed by Chad Little, then Bobby Labonte, and other cars not on the lead lap. But Earnhardt, the man on the move now as he closes in. Earnhardt trying to gain ground, and he is doing so down the back straightaway. Right up on the back bumper of the Jeff Green automobile. Right behind Earnhardt is Jeff Burton as those two set sail for the front of the pack. Further back, Sterling Marlin making some moves. Here comes Jeff Gordon. He'll split traffic. Goes to the inside of Ricky Rudd. Then slides back up the banking and hangs on to the position there. Gordon's on the move, but a long way to catch Skinner. Gordon with some drafting help from behind. Jimmy Spencer now tucked up on Gordon's back bumper as they work the outside of the Sterling Marlin lap car. To the stripe. We've completed 400 miles. Actually a little better than 400 miles now. Earnhardt on the move again in one. Earnhardt dives down to the inside of Jeff Green to flash by that car. Hook up with a draft from behind. Jeff Burton's going to help Earnhardt make the move. Earnhardt now for the rear deck of Bobby Hamilton and looking to get by there. Earnhardt punches the holes. Burton just steps through behind him. Earnhardt now on the back bumper of Hamilton. Takes a little bit of a peek to the inside. Doesn't have the real estate this time. Single file into turn three. All of these cars working the low side of the racetrack. Those that are chasing them are a little bit higher by about a half to a full groove higher. Leaders off the low side of turn four. Swing out towards the wall. Skinner and Dale Earnhardt's one of those five drivers eligible for the Noble $5 million bonus if he can win here this afternoon. And for the moment, he seems to be saying, show me the money. I'm on my way up there to take a look at it. As he doubles up down in turn number one, still trying to get to the front. He is coming in a hurry. Just ahead of him, Bobby Labonte picks off a spot. He swings to the outside of Chad Little. It gives him the fourth position. Little gets back in line, but look who's knocking on his door. Earnhardt just behind him coming through traffic. 
And right behind Earnhardt, it's Jeff. Gordon fanning it out three wide to the bottom of the racetrack. Earnhardt and Gordon now nose to tail. They'll dive to the inside on Bobby Hamilton. They're going to take Jimmy Spencer with them to the low groove. Jimmy stays right there, glued downstairs. They'll work to the inside, staying there, bypassing Hamilton, who goes high. Terry Labonte is along for the ride right behind. Still, Skinner leads. Those cars on the move are running about eight cars back. Set the front of the field for you now. The leader is Mike Skinner. Dale Jarrett is second. Jeremy Mayfield third. Bobby Labonte fourth. And Chad Little fifth. Dale Earnhardt is sixth. Jeff Gordon seventh. Jimmy Spencer eighth. Terry Labonte is ninth. Jeff Burton is tenth. All those cars in single file. Work on the bottom side of the racetrack as they come through turn one. Entering turn number two. Nobody stepping out of line. Dale Jarrett peaks for a moment. Quickly gets back in line. Single file. Everybody nose to tail. Nobody even getting a breath of fresh air this time. Now Chad Little takes a quick peek to the inside, nothing there. Earnhardt will dive to the inside of Little. Here comes the Intimidator one more time. Dale says time to make some noise. He draws even. The fans begin to make some noise. They watch Earnhardt challenge Chad Little. Little to the high side. Earnhardt to the inside. Off turn number two. The battle is still ongoing. Rather off turn four and heading back to the straight. What makes this even more amazing for Earnhardt is the fact he had a little damage on the car. They had to put some tape on the right front nose of the machine. Still the car is working about as good as anything else there. This time it's double file. Back to turn one. Earnhardt boxed in just a wee bit. He was trying to go for the fifth position, trying to make a pass in the car of Chad Little as he did it. Jeff Gordon climbed the banking. Now Gordon's going after Earnhardt for the sixth spot. They are two abreast from third place, fourth place on back. Down on the inside line, it is Bobby Labonte right behind him. Earnhardt, top side, it's Chad Little followed by Jeff Gordon. Two by two into turn number three. Nobody stepping out now, just waiting to see who's going to go where. Bobby Labonte to the inside of Chad Little. That's the fourth and fifth place battle. You've got Earnhardt there inside of Gordon. Fifth and sixth side by side. Spencer is watching. He's in the mix. So too the rest of those left machines. Double wide from fourth on back as they flare through the trioval and come to the stripe. Mark Martin is back on the racetrack. He's come back out from behind the wall. He's running in 36th position. 22 laps down to the race leader. 30 laps to go in the Winston 500 at Talladega. Can Mike Skinner get his first NASCAR Winston Cup Series win? We're back for the finish in a moment. The Winston 500 from Talladega live on Motor Racing Network. It's been a dandy throughout the afternoon. Glad that you're with us. We're in the closing stages of the race right now. We've got a wild scramble at the front of the pack. So far, Mike Skinner has managed to hold off all challengers, but now he's got a new face behind him. Terry Labonte, who got shuffled back into the 30s earlier in the race. He was running like 35th after being shuffled out from the uh, front three or four, has now worked his way back up to second spot and is trying to find a way around Skinner and see if he can grab the lead away. Pretty obvious, too, that he has got a very strong race car. Now, the key is, is he going to get some help in drafting to work his way around Mike Skinner? We'll find out. They're still single file in turn two. A couple of times, Terry Labonte has used the high lane to make passes. And luckily for him, up to now, every time he's done that, traffic behind him has gone with him. So he's got to be wondering now, will they go again? Eventually, they're going to have to make their decision about who to go with. And based on what we've seen so far, Mike Skinner would be the best choice. He has turned back all challenges. Nobody steps up on him this time into turn three. 22 laps remaining right now. Everybody just working that same low groove. Nobody getting out of line. They're just sitting there thinking. They're waiting to make those moves later in the afternoon. Skinner leaves. Set the uh, top of the leaderboard for you now. It's Mike Skinner leading. Terry Labonte is second. Dale Jarrett third. Bobby Labonte fourth. Jimmy Spencer fifth. Chad Little is sixth. 
Seventh is Dale Earnhardt. Jeff Gordon is eighth. Jeremy Mayfield is ninth. And Michael Waltrip is tenth. Eleventh is Jeff Burton. Dave Marcus is twelfth. Derek Cope is thirteenth. Brent Bodine is the last car on the lead lap. He's in fourteenth position. A lap down, Sterling Marlin in fifteenth. Bobby Hamilton in sixteenth. Buckshot Jones in seventeenth. Kyle Petty in eighteenth. Ted Musgrave nineteenth. And Ricky Rudd rounds out the top twenty. That is uh, the top twenty now as we work into the final stages of this event. And this mid-race update has been brought to you by Chase Authentics, the authentic trackside apparel of NASCAR. Now you can wear the same NASCAR shirts, caps, and jackets worn by Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Bobby and Terry Labonte, Rusty Wallace, and Dale Jarrett. They're Chase Authentics at NASCAR specialty and department stores everywhere. Well, just a moment ago, here's Terry Labonte diving around the outside. Bobby Labonte goes with him as Bobby just took third spot away a moment ago, and all of a sudden, Mike Skinner is left in the dust, or is he? Nothing like brotherly love. Terry Labonte steps out. His brother comes with him. They take the high side of the racetrack. Terry to the lead. Bobby to second. Now Dale Jarrett goes for third. Goodbye, Mike Skinner. All alone on the bottom of the racetrack and sinking like an anchor. Spencer around on the outside for fourth. Chad Little will take fifth. Here comes Sterling Marlin right behind him. Earnhardt and Gordon Skinner going backward. Jeff Gordon has not yet gotten by, nor has Earnhardt, because Skinner stays down low and battles for all that that machine is worth. But off the number four corner, here comes Earnhardt. He'll go by. Gordon will try to do likewise. It is Terry Labonte who will come to the stripe and have the lead of the Winston 500. 19 laps to go. Terry won the race a year ago. Bobby finished second. Can the Labonte brothers do it again here at Talladega? 16 laps to go in the Winston 500 at Talladega. The second pack has caught up with the lead seven cars. Mike Skinner towing the rest of the machines, including Dale Earnhardt up there. Now a big, huge group going all the way back through 11th place. Jeff Burton trying to settle it for the win. They're on the backstretch. Snaking their way down the back straightaway. Terry Labonte leading the way. Bobby Labonte right on his back bumper in second. Then Jarrett Spencer and Gordon. That's your top five. Sterling Marlin's machine is next in line, but then you've got to go back to Mike Skinner to find the next man on the leaderboard. Behind him, it gets to be two by two. Chad Little, he works towards the outside. Earnhardt to his inside, then Mayfield, then Michael Waltrip. You really can't count anybody out of this group up there right now. Here's Terry Labonte drifting just a little bit high in the corner. Bobby went down underneath like he was going to make a move. I think Dale Jarrett would have went with him. They may just be kind of playing mind games, so to speak. The brotherly love combination goes back to turn two. Bobby, of course, certainly close enough to strike here, riding along in the second spot, but he's also got to worry about what Dale Jarrett may do. If he goes low, Jarrett may go high. For now, they're nose to tail. Terry Labonte trying to break the draft, zigzagging his way down low, now up high on the back chute. Here's Jarrett. He'll dive low on Bobby Labonte. The challenge for second into three. It's going to work easily, and it's not over yet because Spencer goes by. No chance for Bobby Labonte to come back down low. Jeff Gordon's going to go by, and still Bobby Labonte can't get back in line. Well, Bobby peeked inside of brother Terry a lap ago, chose not to make the move. It's going to cost him here. He goes back to third, fourth, maybe fifth as Jeff Gordon looks inside of Bobby. Terry Labonte, Dale Jarrett, Jimmy Spencer, and now Bobby Labonte will settle in fourth, just ahead of Mike Skinner, who's back to fifth. Further back, you've got Chad Little going up the high side of the racetrack. He going alongside Sterling Marlin as they race into the corner. Front six cars, single file. Terry Labonte now with Dale Jarrett just behind him. Jarrett stalking him down the back straightaway. So far not making the move. Right behind him is Jimmy Spencer. Then Bobby Labonte, Mike Skinner, Jeff Gordon, Chad Little, and Jeremy Mayfield. Single file into three. 
Here they come to the corner. Nobody makes the move this time. We've seen some go high before. Everybody stays down low. The leaders just come by the area where Kevin LePage has just turned off towards the pit lane. He'll head to the garage as Terry Labonte leads. Typical finish here at Talladega coming up. You really don't know what to do. You can't make a deal with anybody out there because even if you, your pit crew says he'll go with you, he won't go with you. Yes, he will. No, he won't. Dale Jarrett down to the inside this time. He's going for the lead in turn number one, and everybody helps him draft around. All of them fall in line behind Dale. Jarrett's Ford, and they all go steaming by Terry Labonte. He goes to third, to fourth, to fifth. Jeff Gordon pulls up alongside. Terry tries to squeeze back in line. Chad Little takes a look at Terry Labonte, says, no, I don't think so. Dives low to the inside with Gordon. They'll go to the inside on Labonte. Jeremy Mayfield now to the inside as Terry gets drop kicked. Now Terry Labonte experiencing what Mike Skinner experienced a while ago. So the Taurus of Jarrett, the Thunderbird of Spencer, a couple of Fords. Trouble on the back shoot, Dale Earnhardt is off the pace. The good red Chevrolet has shut down and is coasting on the bottom of the racetrack. Earnhardt actually has been having a problem over the last several laps. His car began showing some smoke. He has finally shut it down and Earnhardt will go to the garage after a valiant effort here at Talladega today. 12 to go. Dale Jarrett, the new leader. Jimmy Spencer just behind him in the second spot. Then Bobby Labonte. Here's Spencer going up kind of high. Bobby looks underneath him. A challenge for the second spot off turn two. Jimmy Spencer takes it all the way to the concrete at the exit of turn number two but can't Fine room to race. Jarrett holds him off. Spencer right there in second. Bobby Labonte, Mike Skinner, and Jeff Gordon. Nobody making the move into three. This time, everybody waits and watches. The fans reacting in the background as Earnhardt's car comes limping by. Off turn number four. Some cars are a half groove higher. Some are a half groove lower. But nobody makes a move until Gordon now tucks to the inside. Has drafting help from Little. Jeff Gordon gets a little drafting help and will try to move himself up. If you drop down there, you better have somebody go with you. Now he suddenly tucks back in line behind Bobby Labonte. Jimmy Spencer's problem is if he goes for the lead and nobody goes with him, Spencer knows where he will end up. So when do you make your move or do you? They're back in turn two. Here's Spencer looking to the outside of Dale Jarrett, just peeking. Maybe a fake throw to Bobby Labonte as Labonte looks to the inside for a chance to go by Spencer. Stranging lanes back and forth, falling back into single file. Here comes Gordon down to the bottom, making the challenge for third. Dives underneath Bobby Labonte, nearly rubbing fenders into turn number three. It's Gordon on the inside for third place. Labonte keeps that machine wound up, though. His Pontiac stays high. Gordon goes low. It's almost three wide behind him, though. Everybody settles down for the moment. The leader still on the near side of the wall is Jarrett. Spencer behind him. The battles for third. Ten laps to go when they come to the stripe this time. At the Talladega Super Speedway, seven laps to go when the field comes to the stripe this time. Dale Jarrett leads. Bobby Labonte is second. Feeling pressure for that spot. Here to his outside comes Mike Skinner. Skinner whips around the outside of Labonte, trying to get the runner-up spot away. About eight cars in the lead group as they head for one. Skinner had a strong run to the outside, but here comes Bobby Labonte challenging back on the inside. He'll retake the second position. Leaves Skinner to battle with his teammate, Terry Labonte. Labonte gets the runoff turn number two. He'll grab the third spot. Labonte to the bottom of the racetrack takes over third, then right behind him it's warfare for the number four spot. Skinner, Jeff Gordon, and on the inside, here comes Jimmy Spencer as he leads Chad Little into the fray. Jimmy's going to put that Thunderbird down low and do it himself. He'll draw to the inside of Skinner. He's left Gordon behind. He's caught Terry Labonte. Spencer says, I've got to do it, and I've got to do it now, and he makes the inside work well. Almost anybody up in that lead pack could end up winning this race here, the Winston 500 at Talladega this afternoon. Here's Gordon around on the outside. Mike Skinner in front. They are back in 
in fourth place. Fifth place trying to work their way back up and catch the front four. Is it going to work for them? They're back in one. Gordon tries to squeeze to the high side of the racetrack, tries to catch onto that draft, but instead it forms to the inside of him. Chad Little pulls down to the inside. Gordon again shut out. He's trying to squeeze back in line. Can't do it down the back straightaway as he was all the way up on the concrete. Dale Jarrett diving low as they snake dance behind him. It's Labonte in second, bumping him into three. Side by side for third, it's Bobby Labonte going to the inside on Jimmy Spencer. Spencer stays high, draws drafting help from Mike Skinner. That's how it'll work off the turn this time, but Bobby Labonte running by his lonesome, stays to the inside. Everybody chasing Dale Jarrett. He's got a car length and a half lead. So Bobby Labonte will get shuffled from second back to about fifth and a half a lap as Dale Jarrett comes to the stripe. As he crosses the line, he gets the signal. Five laps to go in the race. Jarrett, one of the noble five drivers, try to claim a million-dollar bonus. He's got a car length now on Terry Labonte, who hugs the inside line. Here's Jimmy Spencer in third. He looks to the high side, thinks momentarily about making a swing around on the outside. Instead, he gets back in line. Jarrett drops down low to break the draft. And he tries to break the draft. Terry Labonte takes a peek to the outside of him. Can't do it. Spencer's still in line in third. Skinner is fourth, and Jeff Gordon is back on the tail end of that lead five. He is right there on Skinner's bumper. This time, everybody just kind of holding their breath. Nobody is making a move as they come off turn number four and work their way back towards the stripe. Still, Jarrett inside he goes, trying to break the draft on everybody else. Four laps to go when they cross the line. They're about a thousand feet away from it. They come down to the line. Dale Jarrett continues to lead. So far, nobody has put a move on him. Terry took a look that time like he was going to make a run on the outside. Is anybody going to draft and try and help him get around him? They're back in two. They all go to the bottom of the racetrack like they're going to stay that way but then things start to shake up. Coming up off the corner, they start peeking to the inside, to the outside, back in single file. Everybody knows the move is coming. The only question is when and how and how Dale Jarrett will try and fight it off. What would you do for a million dollars? Jarrett right now has plenty of options. Labonte takes a peek to the outside in three. Terry waits, watches, nothing there. He has to hold his position. Here comes Spencer. He'll wait and watch to the inside. Skinner waiting to see which direction he's going to go. He's going to stay to the inside. It is Jarrett, then Spencer, Skinner, Labonte, Gordon, Bobby Labonte, and Mayfield. Here it is Terry Labonte who right now is hung up at the outside lane as Spencer and uh, Skinner go by. Here's Jeff Gordon breaking out the inside of Skinner trying to get the third position away. Three laps to go. Doesn't take long to realize you've made a mistake for Terry Labonte. He continues to fall back while the line farms up on the inside lane. Jarrett, then Spencer, Jeff Gordon. Here's Mike Skinner now pulling to the outside of Gordon for third. Biggest lead for the last 15 laps for Dale Jarrett at two car lengths and change down the back straightaway. Dives low to try and get some draft out the slower car of Billy Standridge. Then it's Spencer a car length now back in second. Skinner in the third spot. They work around Billy Standridge, no chance for anybody to go to the inside now. Meanwhile, Terry Labonte looked high. He's just going to hang on to what he's got position-wise. Off turn number four. No race traffic to deal with now. Clear sailing to the straight. Absolutely everybody in the house is on their feet wanting to see how this one plays out in the Winston 500 here at Talladega. Still Jarrett. Jimmy Spencer, one car length back right now. Mike Skinner hangs in there in third. Here's a move to take third away in turn one. Bobby Labonte takes his Pontiac to the high side of the banking, looks around Skinner, but Skinner's up there as well. Now Jimmy Spencer goes way wide to the inside. Is Mike Skinner. Skinner goes for second off turn two. Wheel to wheel, side by side to the back straightaway. It's Skinner on the inside. Spencer on the outside. Bobby Labonte, three deep to the inside. will take second away. He'll take Jeff Gordon with him. Gordon to the inside goes to the number three position. What a gutsy move right there as Bobby Labonte grabs second with Gordon right behind him. Spencer gets shuffled to the high side. Then Terry Labonte down low. 
The fans react as they exit turn number four. Still Dale Jarrett weaving to the inside now, trying to break the draft. Here they come to the line, about two and a half miles, a little over two and a half miles left to settle it. White flag for Dale Jarrett. To the bottom of the racetrack goes Jeff Gordon. He almost bumps as they get down there, three deep for second place. They're in turn one. Gordon squeezes to the inside, gets by Bobby the Body. He'll grab the second spot, but can he catch Dale Jarrett? Meanwhile, Bobby the Body gets lost in the shuffle. He goes back to fifth. Jarrett by two car lengths over Jeff Gordon. Final time down the back straightaway. Gunning for a million dollars. It's Dale Jarrett right in the middle of the racetrack. Half a car length up on Jeff Gordon. Right behind Gordon is Terry Labonte. It's Gordon to the inside in three. Jarrett slams the door to the bottom. Jarrett's car handling so very well. Also has that Robert Yates power. Here comes Jarrett off the low side of the racetrack. Nobody can challenge him. They can't draw close enough. One more shot through the trioval. Gordon and Terry Labonte close in. Here they come to the final corner. Jarrett protects the bottom side. Gordon tries to get up underneath him. He'll not do it. Dale Jarrett will win the Winston 500. In a thrilling finish, he holds off a late charge by Jeff Gordon and Terry Labonte to claim the Winston million dollar bonus. Jarrett gets his first victory at Talladega. It'll be Jeff Gordon finishing second. Terry Labonte will finish third. Jimmy Spencer fourth. And it'll be Jeremy Mayfield finishing fifth. A wild last few laps, and the big celebration is on on pit road. And it is a wild last lap. Uh, Todd Parrott coming down off the buck. Let's see what he's got to say. He's talking to a number of other reporters. Todd Parrott now oh, getting ready to show us. I can't believe it. Had a bad few weeks, but these guys have stuck together. They worked, you know what's off, and um, it all paid off today. And that guy running out front, he is so, so smart. When it comes to Daytona and Talladega, and just tickle to death, man. Tickle to death. And Todd, Todd Parrott, you can hear the emotions in his voice as they're headed to victory lane. Got a feeling it'll be a very emotional victory lane, and we are awaiting the second, third, fourth, and fifth place finishers of what if he had went with me type interviews. This thing will be over here in a minute. Let's go. We'll it'll take be- a break, and we'll be right back. At the Talladega Super Speedway, 180,000 or so fans on their feet for about the last hour. Watching a thrilling conclusion to the Winston 500, Dale Jarrett is in victory lane. His third win of the 1998 NASCAR Winston Cup season, his first at the world's fastest speedway. He finished second three times here. Today, he'll hold the winner's trophy in victory lane. Jarrett winning over Jeff Gordon, Terry Labonte, Jimmy Spencer, and Jeremy Mayfield, unofficially the top five victory lane shortly. First, let's go to the 76 gas pumps and hear from some of the other top finishers. Uh, first, to see if we can get a word with second place, Jeff Gordon. Jeff now crawls out of his car. Jeff, from a lap down to tail end of the lead lap, a lap down again, and then came back and finished second. That was one more run. Tell us about your day. Uh, it was a great race. Great, great job by this team. I tell you what, uh, you know, we, uh, we we had to fight hard today. We had an excellent race car, man. This thing was really, really fast and got up there early and led a bunch of laps and was real happy with it. But uh, fuel mileage kind of became an issue there for a little while and uh, got us behind the eight ball. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, we're fortunate uh, to come back and get on the lead lap. Me and my t- teammate Terry Labonte worked together there to get back on that lead lap. And uh, I tell you, this DuPont Automotive finish of Chevrolet was uh, really cooking there at the end. And thought we had a shot at him, and everybody was dicing and trying to win that thing. And uh, we were doing the same thing. And we, to get to second was was pretty awesome effort. Describe the last lap. Well, we come down to t- take the white flag, and me and Bobby LeBion just made a great move to get up to uh, him second, me third. And we had some momentum, and, and uh, I could see him setting up Jarrett. And uh, about that time, I got a run. I got to the inside of him, and we were three wide going 
through the line because the 23 car came, you know, on to the outside. And I don't know how I, I was able to get into second, but once I got into second, didn't have any help to uh, to get by Dale Jarrett. He, he did a great job, great effort. Um, you know, I'm happy, uh, you know, to, to come home second. It's a, a big, big, you know, finish for us. Keep that top five streak alive. And uh, plus we're in this, whatever it's going to be for next year, the top five, whatever the Winston bonus is going to be, and look forward to that. Jeff Gordon comes home second, another top five finish. Now, unofficially, my calculations, just real quick here, without reconfirming the even official finishing order at this point, I have Jeff Gordon up by Dale, uh, by uh, on Mark Martin. I'll get this out. Trust me. In one of those days. <laughs> Jeff Gordon up on Mark Martin by one, uh, 288 points. 288. I have the distance unofficially between them as we head to Daytona next week with four races to go. It'll be a 114-point gain for Jeff Gordon today with Mark Martin finishing back in 34th spot. Let's go to Marty Snyder. Terry Levani had to work hard to finish third today. He started fourth in the race, fell back 30th some at uh, one point, Terry. And uh, how, how in the heck did you get back up there and finish third? Well, the Kellogg Chevy ran good all day, and uh, we had one little problem there with one set of tires, and we were real loose on it. And, and then we uh, didn't get as good a fuel mods we needed to, so we went a lap down. We were able to get our lap back and, uh, you know, come back and finish third. So it was a good run for us. I'm happy with it. Uh, that 88 was awful strong. Got to congratulate those guys. Uh, we didn't have nothing for him today. Looked like you were you had the lead there for a while, and you got kicked back there at the very end, and you had to use your t- a little help from your teammate to get back up there. I didn't really want to take the lead at that time, but those guys were fixing to pass me, so I thought I might as well, <laughs> I might as well try to pass the leader and take the lead and uh, just see what happens. So there was a lot of shuffling going on, and uh, like I told my guys here, I said, just think we could do this again next weekend. <laughs> you might have gone for the lead a little too early, but Terry Labonte finishes third. Back to Winston Kelly. All right, we're trying to catch up with Jimmy Spencer and uh, – Jeremy Mayfield, another couple of the top five finishers. We should have them in just a moment there, Barney. All right, so we'll get a word with those drivers in just a minute. Some of the post-race awards, members of the media covering the Winston 500 have voted the Goody's Headache Award of $2,500 to Ernie Irvin, who was involved in a very heavy accident back in lap number 136. The latest update we have on Ernie, he was transported to the Caraway Methodist Medical Center in Birmingham. He was alert and communicating, but they wanted to do uh, some further tests and observations, and we have no further update than that. But that is the uh, word on Ernie Irvin, who wins the Goody's Headache Award today. Mike Skinner led the race at the midway point. He collected the $10,000 Gatorade Front Runner Award. So Skinner out in front when we were at the uh, lap 94 mark of this race. And uh, Dale Jarrett is going to collect uh, a pretty good bit of the post-race uh, hardware by scoring his uh, third victory of the 1998 season. He's in victory lane, and we will get a word with Dale Jarrett coming up in just a moment or so. Jim, Alan, go ahead. Alan, we've caught up with Jimmy Spencer. Jimmy, you had one of the cars to beat today. How about those last few laps? Yeah, it felt really good, you know. I mean, it feels good to run up front, you know. But I just want to thank all the guys, Bobby Labonte and Terry and Jeff Gordon and Dale Jarrett. I mean, they just ran a heck of a race. We pushed and shoved on each other all day long, not physically, but just, you know, as much as we could to each other. And to have that great a finish, I mean, that's what Winston Cup racing is about. And we were in the mix, but we come up short, and we'll take a top five and go to Daytona. Jimmy Spencer, very philosophical about his run today. From the back of the pack to fourth, he's pleased. Not a bad run for Spencer at all. He has nothing to hang his head about. He gave that thing uh, the best run he could. Let's go down to victory lane and get the thoughts of the winner. Well, he's uh, holding up a big old check. This million dollars did not get away. 
But I got to ask you, did you think you were a sitting duck out there with about two or three laps to go? Man, I, I saw everything going on behind me, and I said, man, I don't know if I can hold these guys off. Uh, Bobby Labonte got a great run. Uh, I kind of cut him off, and he bumped me. Uh, same thing with Terry. He had a run, and then I saw Jeff Gordon come, and I said, man, this just doesn't end. I hope we get to the checkered flag. So what was the difference at last lap? Well, they got side-by-side was the biggest thing back there. They just couldn't make the clean, the pass clean. And even though Jeff got a run, I knew if I could beat him into three that I was okay. And, uh, yeah, we were able to do that. This race car is what's the difference. Uh, best car we've had at a restrictor plate in a long time. Todd Parrott and the guys in the fab shop just worked their tails off. And uh, Doug Yates, all the guys in the engine room have just been working uh, since we left here the last time to try to get us back into victory lane. You feel real confident since you're starting third, though. Well, I knew all day we had a good car, and uh, I kind of messed up at the beginning after I got my lead there at the first and uh, let them get me three wide and fell back. But I knew as I was able to come back up through the pack that we had a good car, a car capable of winning. Last few weeks haven't been too good. Well, they haven't, but, you know, that's the good thing about this sport is that uh, you go on from there and you know that you're going to have another week uh, coming up real soon. And I know that every time I go to the racetrack, i got a chance to win, and uh, that's what's great about coming with these guys. Well, it has to, the momentum-wise, as far as this race and then next week, that has to have a lot of momentum. Oh, definitely. Uh, we'll take the same race car to Daytona and uh, should be a great show next Saturday night. Uh, just, you know, as we said a while ago, we're glad that Ernie's okay. That looked like a, a bad lick and uh, always concerned for anybody, but especially for my buddy Ernie. And uh, glad to know he's okay and uh, be ready to go racing next week. Kelly, got uh, use for that million? Oh, certainly. I've had use for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Kelly Jarrett, his wife. But congratulations, Dale. Thanks a lot. And uh, I just want to thank all the fans out there for making all this possible. And thank God for uh, a safe day. You know, now that Ernie's okay, uh, everything came out of here pretty good. And uh, just thank him for this race team he's put me with. A million dollars in the Winston 500 for Dale Jarrett. And Dale Jarrett earned it here this afternoon. We'll take a look at the entire finishing order and have more when we come back to Talladega. Let's go back down to the garage, Winston Kelly. Well, with Jeremy Mayfield, who just crawled out of his mobile one forward, one of the Noble Five contestants, another top five, not a victory, but it's still a pretty decent run for you guys. Man, it certainly was. It seemed like a, a victory to us. You know, we've always struggled here at Talladega and should have had a better qualifying spot than what we had and uh, had some trouble there, but we're able to fight back and uh, get a top five. I'm real happy with my guys. And, man, what an engine. Larry Wallace and those guys over at Pyrotech had a, great, had a great motor for us today. How about those last couple of laps? A lot of dicing going on. Did you not have the dancing partner that you needed to get to the front? Yeah, we were just kind of – we were probably, a you know, fourth, fifth-place car all day long. And, uh you know, that, that's an accomplishment for us. Now we'll go back and take what we've learned here and uh, make it a little better. But like you said there at the end, there wasn't nobody uh, helping anybody the last couple laps. And, uh, you know, it was a great race for the fans, and I'm sure it was a, a good finish for everybody. 24th to 5th, another good run for Jeremy Mayfield. Take a break. Come back with a finishing order next from the Talladega Super Speedway. This is MRN Radio. Back at Talladega, fans filing out after a very exciting Winston 500, won by Dale Jarrett. We'll have the finishing order for you momentarily. First, it's time for the MRN Radio Pit Reporters to select the winner of the First Union Pit Strategy Award. Teamwork to help their drivers cause throughout the day. Jim Phillips, what do you think? I've got to go with Jeremy Mayfield. Uh, like he pointed out, this has not been one of their good tracks, uh, especially for him and the veteran Paul Andrew and the strategy that they've worked today got him a top five finish. Paul Andrews of that group gets my vote. Winston Kelly? From 36th to 4th, they brought a T-Bird. They struggled in qualifying, but they had a good race package, and they stuck with it. Got them up through the front of the pack and could have taken them to victory lane. Jimmy Spencer, Donnie Wingo, and his boys get my nod. Marty? I'll go with Donnie Wingo, too. They made two tire stops all day, right side, then left side, then right side. 
It was a great call. Got from 36 up to the top five. I'll go with Donnie Wingo and Jimmy Spencer's team. I guess probably just as much for the decision of what car to bring here and how to get it done uh, would be uh, the way to sum that up. Uh, The Jimmy Spencer team wins the first Union Pitch Strategy Award today. $500 donated to the Winston Cup Racing Wives Auxiliary on their behalf. And if you need help with your personal financial strategy, visit your local First Union office or call 800-413-7898. Now time for Barney and me to pick the winner of the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award. The best break throughout the day today would be... Dave Marcus. I would say so. Marcus uh, got way behind, got the car wrinkled up there a little bit, and still comes home on the lead lap and has one of his best finishes of the year, finishing in 12th at Talladega. That's a good break. I would uh, agree with that wholeheartedly. So Dave Marcus will see $500 donated to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries in his name from Ray Bestest Brakes, the official brakes of NASCAR. Take a look at the finishing order. Dale Jarrett will win, and then the million-dollar bonus from R.J. Reynolds in the Nobel 5. He picks that up also today. Jeff Gordon finished second. Terry Labonte ran third. Fourth place will go to Jimmy Spencer. Jeremy Mayfield finished fifth. It was Bobby Labonte sixth. Mike Skinner finished seventh. Chad Little ran eighth. Michael Waltrip was ninth. Jeff Burton finished 10th. Derek Cope was 11th. Dave Marcus 12th. 13th to Brett Bodine. 14th to Sterling Marlin. Bobby Hamilton finished 15th. 16th to Buckshot Jones. Ted Musgrave was 17th. Ricky Rudd finished 18th. 19th will go to Bill Elliott. 20th to Kyle Petty. John Andretti finished 21st. Andy Hillenberg 22nd. Darrell Waltrip comes home 23rd. Kenny Schrader 24th. Jeff Bodine was 25th. Robert Presley finished 26th with Rusty Wallace 27th. Billy Standridge 28th. Joe Nemechek 29th. And Ward Burton 30th. Johnny Benson was 31st. Dale Earnhardt dropped out late. Finished 32nd. Jeff Green 33rd. Mark Martin finished 34th today with Kevin LePage 35th. Steve Grissom 36th. Ernie Irvin 37th. Dick Trickle 38th. Wally Dallin back 39th. And Kenny Wallace 40th. Steve Park finished 41st. Jerry Nadeau 42nd. And Kenny Irwin finished today in 43rd position. 20 lead changes among 14 different drivers. Very competitive afternoon here at Talladega. Only four caution flags slowed the event. Time of the race, three hours, nine minutes, and eight seconds. Not a record here. And uh, that is the summary on today's Winston 500 at uh, Talladega, Alabama. Dale Jarrett in victory lane as uh, the race winner. Well, from here, we can kind of bottle up some of this restrictor plate excitement and bring it right on down the road to Daytona Beach, Florida. Yeah, we were just talking a little bit earlier this afternoon how exciting it is here at Talladega and the daylight to watch them run this kind of speed. Imagine what it's going to be like at uh, Daytona come next Saturday night when we go down there and watch them cut it loose at Daytona under the lights for the first time. Should be a great uh, weekend of racing, and our broadcast uh, week from Daytona starts on Thursday with Bud Pole qualifying at 8.15 Eastern Time. Thursday night down at Daytona, that is uh, Pepsi 400, Bud Pole qualifying. Then on uh, Friday at Daytona, if you're going to be in the area, they've got the uh, second round Bud Pole qualifying and happy hour practice all happening in the evening hours next week. And I believe the first 5,000 fans through the gates going to get a uh, commemorative lighted keychain for that as well. That's next Friday down at Daytona. Then next Saturday, the Pepsi 400 at 745 Eastern Time live here on Motor Racing Network. Now also next weekend, the NASCAR Bush Series is going to be at Gateway International Raceway, the mile and a quarter Oval outside of St. Louis for the CarQuest 250. And we'll also have that broadcast for you on Motor Racing Network next Saturday at 12.15 Eastern Time. 
coming up in just a short while on many of these MRN radio stations. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series is out at Sears Point Raceway with the Craig and Exide 151. Many of these same stations at 445 Eastern Time, just a few minutes from now. Live coverage of that race. Hope you'll tune in. The truck's always a great show, and we look forward to bringing you that coverage on the, the NASCAR Truck Network, a division of MRN radio that comes up in six minutes from right now. After Daytona, Motor Racing Network moves on to Phoenix International Raceway for the Duraloop 500 by Kmart on the 25th of October. And then we finish up the month and begin November at Rockingham, North Carolina with the AC Delco 400 on November the 1st. Also upcoming on Motor Racing Network, the Jiffy Loop 300 for the NASCAR Busch Series, November the 15th. Ticket offices at all of those speedways open throughout the week. So make your plans to join us for upcoming NASCAR racing near you. We are about set to wrap it up. From here in Talladega this afternoon, very exciting race. Dale Jarrett is the winner of today's Winston 500. Want to thank Barbara Roush for the scoring and stat help today. Our production assistants, Jim Norton, Don Champion, Dan Albert, and Greg Hobbs. Appreciate their help. The Alabama gang working with us, our Alabama gang, here at Talladega today. Joe Moore, Dave Moody, and Eli Gold called the action out on the corners for us today. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder were in the pit and garage areas. As we get set to wrap things up, we remind you to join us throughout the week for Ned Jarrett's World of Racing weekday mornings. Joe Moore has the latest racing news, NASCAR Today weekday afternoons. We'll have a look at the technical side of the sport, NASCAR Garage weekday mornings with Eli Gold. And also Tuesday night at 7 Eastern, your chance to talk to the stars of NASCAR Racing on NASCAR Live. All of that upcoming between now and when we join you down in Daytona next Thursday for the Pepsi 400. For Barney Hall, this is Alan Bestwick saying so long from Talladega. Dale Jarrett has won today's running of the Winston 500. MRN Radio. Coverage of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series has come to you from the Talladega Super Speedway. Sponsored by Raybestos Brakes, the best in brakes and the official brakes of NASCAR. By Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By Sears Die Hard, America's most trusted battery. Sponsoring the Die Hard Race Fan. By 76 Products, makers of NASCAR high-performance motor oil. By the Wide Track Grand Prix by Pontiac. Wider is better. By True Value, the official hardware store of NASCAR and garages everywhere. By First Union Corporation. Find them on the Internet at www.firstunion.com. By First Brands, the makers of STP Complete Fuel System Cleaner. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. Hey, life's a sport. Drink it up. By Lowe's Home Improvement Warehouse. When it comes to home improvement, Lowe's knows. By Brewery Fresh Budweiser, who reminds you fresh beer tastes better. By Remington. Try Remington's 597 Auto Loading 22 Rifle. Highly accurate, ultra reliable. By McDonald's. Check out the speed and accuracy of NASCAR's official drive through By Kellogg's Raisin Brand. Want to have first when you want to last. By Moog Chassis Parts. The only chassis parts officially licensed by NASCAR. By Craftsman Tools. The tools that last forever. And by Wix Filters. For NASCAR and your car, the only filter officially licensed by NASCAR. 
The executive producer of MRN Radio is David Hyatt, national sales manager Bruce Mosley, senior producer Mark Williams, chief engineer Harry Howard, broadcast engineers Cameron Smith and Larry Sweeney, traffic manager Stephanie Ellis, broadcast coordinators Sandra Good, affiliate relations Cheryl Marzello and Peter DiGiorgio, remote operations David Brandt, producer Steve Usina, production assistant Robin Van Der Graaff. This is Rick Lewis. This broadcast was a production of MRN Radio, a division of International Speedway Corporation.